Alright, hello, 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 hello. Well. I guess uh, I'll just get started. Hello, this is going to be a BG roundtable. However, I didn't really feel like, um, you know, asking everybody or, you know, kind of dragging them in. So um, I just kind of announced that I will be doing one. And then if people do want to join in the group, uh, they can. But I'm also somewhat comfortable of soloing this if... Uh, if I have to, you know, preferably I would prefer, you know, someone to bounce opinions off of, but kind of okay with it either way. I wanted to do one and, you know, we don't really have that many opportunities nowadays due to like qualifying for Lobby Legends and all that to do these roundtables since people are pretty busy trying to grind for top 16. So it, it's kind of hard sometimes to get everyone together because... You know, this doesn't really help you climb. I mean, there sometimes the information is good for maybe discovering like heroes that you you're underestimating or whatnot. But generally, you know, when it's lobby legends time, it's kind of tough to you know spend like a day or you know like half a day just like talking about the kind of things. But I, I thought today was a good um, window to do it. We pretty much have all the information about the next um, the next patch, and we will be, um, you know, today doesn't really matter, right? It's the last day of the buddy meta, so um, I figured it would be good. I'm calling. I mean, it's my channel, so I mean, so uh, yeah, we just talk Hearthstone here, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, there might be other people joining us. Uh, there might not. I mean, it depends on whether they want to or not, but we shall see. But um, I guess kind of maybe first things first. I think the most important thing, right, will be um, Buddy just kind of talked about their removal, how important they were, what we think about it, or, or so, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm reusing this picture because i thought it, it's it's fitting <laughs> don't i'm not making extra work for me anyways for this so um just generally i i, I do think buddies were an interesting addition to the game there were a lot of at least when they were initially announced right the buddies were going to be in i was very skeptical right i wasn't sure they were going to get things right i think it's going to be so hard to balance the buddies and also once the reveal started coming for buddies a lot of them just really seems very overpowered compared to some of the other ones like i remember I was, we thought well i thought brand brand's buddy was insane i thought you know ticket is was a little bit you know awful at the time because it didn't give you like the next one. It gave you this the original one. Vol'jin looked good. I didn't catch Vol'jin. Um, one, uh, but there were there were a lot of really interesting buddies that I was just worried and scared about when uh, they were announced. And then once they came in, and we really started to play the buddies, like they were broken. I I I was like, yeah, these these are not balanced. Um, fortunately, I believe they, they had a, 
a balance patch like relatively early i think like the first after the first week maybe first week and a half they really nerfed a lot of the tier two um the tier yeah the tier two buddies right they really took a lot of the initial brunt because because i mean i still i still maintain the fact that tier two buddies are just inherently broken compared to tier threes and tier four buddies because tier tier two buddies you can get the the um the golden version before you have a direction and i think that's extremely powerful where you can get a five or usually it's six nowadays but when now that people are comfortable with buddies um if you have a tier two buddy you you pretty much guarantee a six and a lot of times that can be Eliza. A lot of times that can be Caligos. That can be Buster. That can be Goldrin sometimes with some heroes where you get it early enough. You're not, you're not super unhealthy and you can build your comp around that. And I, and I really think that's a very powerful advantage compared to some of the tier threes and tier fours. If you don't have a direction with those um, tier buddies, if you're trying to rely on the triple to give you direction, you're going to be dead. So I, I really think... Um, when they initially created the buddies and put a bunch of them on tier two, the fact that so many of them could get direction and have tempo, Illidan was a mess. There were so many like just crazy tempo buddy heroes that it, it just felt like a fiesta. And fortunately they did adjust that pretty quickly. They did kind of nerf a lot of the high performing ones and they made, they made it feel a little bit better, but I, I still don't think overall they really achieved that balance that they were looking for. A lot of times when it comes to um, like BG balance, I always feel like they don't balance enough or they don't balance like relatively quickly either. I'm always thinking, oh, you know, this hero's busted, please adjust. And like months will go before... It gets changed, your munch will go, and it won't even get changed. Like, we can kind of take a look at some of the, the, the strongest heroes right now, even after all of the Battlegrounds here, right? Number one is Mutinous. And Mutinous did not get touched at all from the beginning of, the, of Buddies to the end of Buddies. And Mutinous is just like the best hero. And there's a huge gap between Mutinous and any other hero. And this is a buddy that did not get changed at all. Same buddy from the beginning of the release to the end of the release. And it's just the best hero. Like by the, or at least the most, con like maybe best hero is arguable, but the most consistent hero, I don't think that's really arguable. But there was no change to it, no nothing. They were just like, this is fine, right? But normally, like normally, I, I, if, you know, if, you, if buddies were keeping around, I would take a look at this and say, oh, there's like a half a, placement half a like 0.5 percent placement gap between mutinous and any other hero maybe that needs to be adjusted right so i i would probably adjust the hero in some way you could make it a, like this this hero has a lot of levers to pull you could adjust the initial stats of the mutinous buddy you could adjust the tier of it it's still not tier four you could maybe adjust um some of the you know the abilities of mutinous even though you know, I, I don't think you should nerf the ability of Mutinous itself, right? I think the the ability is pretty cool, but you can still adjust the buddy itself to make it a little bit weaker, right? So I do think that kind of stuff, right? If we keep going down, right? No, next is Millhouse, which Millhouse 
has an interesting buddy. I, I mean, I think the, the buddy itself is like, it's hard to balance because of the, the, the interactions and, and how you can just like cycle things for free. It really just kind of alleviates some of Millhouse's like problems in the mid to late game when you have this buddy because you're, you're spending two gold to get a reroll on the tier that you want. Pretty powerful. So that, I don't know. I mean, Mukla. I think Mukla is like generally fine. Like Mukla is one of those heroes where I think is good, but the downsides are pretty evident, and the downsides are even more prominent when you're against better players because they get to they also get a banana that they can use, and because of that, your advantage isn't that high, and then they can you know they can use your lead to kind of fix their buddy meter, and then win the game. So you know Mukla doesn't really win. But it's generally fine. Flurgo is still super high, even with the nerfs. But I I do think it's a hard hero to balance. Uh, but they are they are balancing it in different ways. They ended up nerfing Murlocs entirely instead of nerfing Flurgo Buddy, which which is generally fine. I think Murlocs have been a problem. Like that's a whole another discussion uh, in terms of how good Murlocs are and how prominent they force your strategies to be where if you're if murlocs are in you kind of need to fully acknowledge that and play with the knowledge that oh someone can have poison someone can easily make dawn amalgadon someone can easily get uh, like small poisons that's a lot harder to do with the si fin nerf but before that um that was really just something you could just randomly lose to oh they have no board but they just have like three two poisons and that's good enough to beat you alec here I may be balanced, but I like Alec here as a hero. Uh, it it is too strong though. If um, if you get it with uh, Macaw, like the Macaw synergy is really powerful, and also if Murlocs are in, you can get poison on everything. It's also so strong. So I mean, it's it's hard to balance the Deathwing, right? Used to be pretty weak, but they they buffed the hero, and it got a lot better. But it's still not a hero that really dominates. Um, it's really when you start going down to like Finley. I still think Finley's buddy is is not really fair at all. The fact that you get an extra goal, the fact you can hit a, a tier four for tier three, and really just dominate the lobby if you get a good hit is so broken. Vol'jin as well. I still think like Vol'jin has the highest win rate in the game. Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's going to be anyone really close. And the buddy is still, I think, problematic. Even though they tried to nerf it as much as they could, they made it to tier four. I still think more could have been done. This would require like more, like thought process and how to like elegantly nerf the buddy in a way that still feels playable. Because a lot of times when they do nerf, they kind of over nerf things. I, I would say I I don't. I don't. I don't think it's easy to um, nerf a hero that's doing well and not over nerf it on accident, right? You can see it with any. Um, they nerfed it and then they nerfed it again, right? Because they they under nerfed and then they over nerf because they they just you know they want to make sure that it's not too like the people aren't frustrated with the hero, but and sometimes you can go too far, uh, but it, I mean. It's 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 a hard job to do. I do understand that, but it's still there. Like, there, when when some 
heroes have these insane win rates. It's just something that you want to look at and see what can we can we do anything more, right? And and can we do it in an elegant way? And and sometimes that's hard, but I do think with Vulgen there was a way to do that that um wasn't done. Was there a patch document? Um, no, there should theoretically there should be a patch document coming out today where they have everything revealed like that should be happen that should happen today because tomorrow's the day of the patch so there should be like a final here's everything that we're going to change we pretty much know everything that's going to change though but um it is out now okay so it just came out right now sweet so yeah yeah well, we could take a look at um, everything. I mean, I already know everything, but we can also kind of... Oh, oh, no, we don't know the armor updates. Okay. Okay, okay. That is true. We d I did not know about the armor updates. So that's that's something we can take a look at. Okay, so um, how would I add that in? I guess I can add that in. But yeah, the I mean I mean we don't have to talk about the armor updates right now, but that is something uh we will talk about uh later on most likely cuz it is pretty important to know what the armor updates are. I I I'm to, like a quick aside on just armor. I don't think armor is going to fix everything. Like there's there's too many heroes without their buddies I think are just going to be unplayable. And even with the armor changes, it's not going to it's not going to save them. It's really not. So I just think like they just need to like delete some heroes. Like it's, it's uh, not going to be I may good. Interject. Okay, go for uh, it. Hi. Um, I honestly feel like even with buddies, that's the case. Right. If to you be take fair. into account like strong buddy, strong heroes with strong buddies, there are so many heroes right now that are at like the maximum armor or near maximum armor that you basically don't want to play if you can avoid it in, at all. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Hello. Like you got the bad buddies, like, you got the bad heroes getting better with, with good buddies, but I feel like most of them are still just bad. Yeah, that, it, it is unfortunate that, uh, that, that was my, that's my issue with, like, the buddy discussion. They never fixed buddies, right? Like, they had, they, we've had buddies for, like, three months or so, and it, it really didn't feel like they got to a point where, like, as a high-level player, I'd be like, yeah. I mean, it's pretty balanced. There's maybe, like, one or two outliers. But no, I, I really don't feel like that. I feel like there's, like, 20 outliers or maybe 30, and then everyone else is, like, struggling. Yep. Uh, so. Yeah, it definitely feels that way. Like, regardless of any other impact that buddies have, they don't feel like heroes are, like, on an even playing field at all. Yeah. Like, we were hopeful at the beginning that, oh, this is another level they can use to kind of make everything more balanced. But it really just made some of the OP heroes even stronger, which, you know, I just can't understand yeah. the design of that. And then some of the unplayed heroes maybe got a slight bump. And then there was, like, some outliers where without their buddies, they'd be unplayable. But with their buddies, they're playable. And, that, and I think that that was done well. All right, but Yeah. Usually those were done in like toxic ways where Guff just steals fifteen to you and then like then dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Feels feels like it's just another lever that if it's not in the exact right position, it's actively making the game worse instead yeah. of being a way to balance it. 
it's it's definitely tough i mean it's it's a tough thing to do but i mean i think that's why i would have liked more patches more like small adjustments i i've always been a fan of the um like when dota auto chess came out every week they would buff the weakest mini of uh, the weakest minion and nerf the strongest minion and I really would love that implementation in, in Battlegrounds where they would buff the weakest hero and then nerf the strongest hero like every week. Like just like here's here's a something. A little something every I, week, a little change. Uh to kind of make things more even. But definitely interesting. I do think that's I mean it's I don't think it's really doable with Battlegrounds, right? It has the, to be. The way we're, <laughs> no, but with the way we're working with like such small numbers. Right, uh, give a thing plus one plus one somewhere, and it's completely broken, basically. I, I know, but um, I, I, I have like, I have, I've been of the opinion that you can use that basis, but basically make it just have it be a rotating pool of heroes, and just constantly rotate out the best and the worst performing at the time. Uh, right, so you have fewer heroes. In total, but you do still have that idea that the best and the worst are constantly leaving. But instead of buffing and nerfing them, they're just rotating out for heroes. I could see that too. So, but then would like, would it would that end up creating where it just be like two heroes are swapping out every time? Where it's like, oh, Mutant is out, oh, Vulgen's out, but Mutant is back. But okay, Mutant is out. Vulgen's yeah, back. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like that is maybe also just a way to give them time to nerf or alter something without it having to be in the game in the meantime, right? Because if you remove a single hero because it's problematic and then bring it back later, that's really, you know, putting focus on we messed this thing up, it's bad. But if it's just out of rotation because the rotation is a normal thing, then you can bring it back in an adjusted way and then it feels a lot more natural, right? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think there are too many heroes just generally. Um, yeah, I, I think that's a big part of why why there are so many heroes that are bad with buddies. It's not because of buddies. No. It's because there's too many heroes. Yeah, and it, it's hard to fully balance that well, right? If you have like yep. 200 heroes. like <laughs> it's, it's hard to balance them while keeping it interesting, right? Yeah. Because you can do something like Guff's buddy where, yeah, Guff is balanced now, but also, is it interesting? No, you just deal 16 to people and then die. Go yeah, 15. I mean, yeah. It's, it's it can be interesting if you high roll and whatnot, right? But yeah, generally... Well, it's very limited. Yeah, it, it, it's a tough hero to feel like you have agency, right? I think a lot, yeah. for a lot of, like, high-level players, they like thinking that... They like feeling that they have decisions or the decisions mattered or... Oh, what I do here really impacts what I do next turn. And when it comes to Guff, you, you know, you, you meander around till you get your buddy and then you play your buddy and then you hope it's good. Yep. And if it's not good, you're, you're really behind. And if, if but, it is good, then you have a chance. right? So. And high player, high level players need that, right? They need their actions to matter because if for the most part they don't, their average placement is going to be too low to keep climbing or to keep their MMR up, right? So you yeah. have to do better than others. So you have to get that decision somewhere, right? You need to do something different to gain that MMR to get the wins. Yeah, you can't you can't have all your plays be obvious, which sometimes that's what buddies did. Where yep. it's like, okay, I do this until the buddy happens and I'd use my buddy and then 
from what the buddy does, then I know exactly what I need to do. And and you yep. can pretty much and either get, you win, yeah, or you don't. Yeah, like Chroma Wing was the like one of the biggest offenders. You know, when it's like, oh, do I do I I need a force a Chroma Wing? That's my job. And then okay, with that I get high attack. Now I can eat it on mutinous, or I can switch it to And then I just you know get get my stats, and then I do it. I wait till the second or golden buddy, and then I do it again, and then I'm done. Right? It's like once you understand that, it's very easy to play it out. Uh, and the same thing with like Elise when. People figured out, oh, I need to get the buddy with Elise, and I'm leveling a six, and then, you know, I'll double Cali, hopefully. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'm done, yeah. right? And so that, that was also with the with the change to Elise, right? Because before her buddy was changed, it was much more stick on four, hope that you get, like, discounted maps over time, because you couldn't power level through, right? Yeah, that's true. So, it it's... But... That that makes it hard for like good players to stand out, right? Because it means that half of the game is already like set in stone for you. And yeah. if you can play half of the game like on autopilot, the a lot of you know a, a lot of people can do that, right? Like, oh, just do these five turns every single time the same, and you're good. Like a lot of people get to uh, get to do that, and it really it really lessens how much you can like create a lead through your own skill. So I do think that was a pretty disappointing like factor of buddies but it doesn't mean buddies were bad i i just think like they needed more balance so that there's more decision making and and so that you have more hero options another thing like with buddies there's like one clear hero that's better than everyone else so you, you know you see a lot of the same heroes i mean that that happened even before right but because you're seeing so many people play the same hero, you get good at them, and then like everyone's doing the same thing. Oh, Galaxy's in the lobby. I need to play that. Oh, Tess in the lobby. And, and uh, Tess being good is also like a whole another discussion. <laughs> it's like why yeah. is <laughs> we've made the statement before? If Tess is good, the meta is not. Yeah. And it it's it's always it's always been true. I think. It. I mean, Tess is gonna be good tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if everyone's playing Nagas, then Tess steals all the Nagas. And, I, I, I have a, I have an idea of like it might not be Nagas being played uh, at the high. I, I can see that. Yeah, I. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, obviously, people are gonna try Nagas initially, uh, but I do think, uh, based on some of the reveals that we will get into, there, there's a lot of they changed more than Nagas, and. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know if they like they realize how much like one card adjustment can really like shape the whole meta game, right? We've we've seen it before, and they're just like yeah. casually like, oh yeah, we're we're doing this so that nagas aren't broken. But then you're like, well, you're 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 giving the other minion types of brokenness. Uh, so. You have to take into account with nagas added. There's there's what nine total tribes right and only five are in and one of them is always nagas yeah so any other tribe other than nagas are going to be in exactly half of the games yeah, yeah. That, that's very true right so that's gonna shape what you see played right <laughs> murlocs in half games like I, yeah i know that's <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's so uh, crazy holy moly i I'm I'm pretty worried, but I'm always worried. I'm probably the just <laughs> perpetually worried when it comes to changes. So, I was gonna say, do you want to just go into the some of the 
the cards that are being changed, I guess. Uh, yeah. Right. I guess changes first or Nagas first? Uh, I was doing the changes first just because okay. that was how it was in the order. So we have a Malgadon leaving. But it's getting replaced by Manta Queen, but, you know, also by Nightmare Amalgam. I guess that's pretty fair. Or is leaving, getting replaced by Leroy Jenkins or Leroy the Reckless. Uh, Seafood's leaving, getting replaced by, I don't remember, Young, Young Charged. Yeah. Young Murkai. Young Murkai. It, it, it's like the old Murkai, right? Or, or the other guy. Yeah, yeah, but it's younger. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it got more stats, huh? I guess as you get older, you lose your powers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, Flat Tusk being replaced by uh, Dark Gaze Elder. Um, and then we also have Champion of uh, Asharaj, I believe, getting re replaced by Bristleback Knight. That one, I think, is the weirdest one because they're replacing a 4 with a 5. For uh, sure. And because the 5 they replace it with isn't really fitting with anything. It, I, I think that this is going to make Crowbars really good again, actually. Because it, it gives Crowbars like two Divine Shields a piece, and then this one can two, three for one as well. So I actually think it is pretty important that they're re-adding um, that particular unit. Because I, mean, I remember playing with it a lot, and it really did do a lot of work, especially if you got it early. Um, it, could, it could carry you kind of the way that... Um, uh, little crush uh, can carry this one can also carry early early on it, it maybe falls off a little bit harder than king crush uh, if you don't buff it but with a little bit of buffs even if you get like plus two plus two or with the naga buffs that everyone's gonna have right this could be like a 12 a 12 eight uh, very easily right and that, that can easily three for one on a board in the early game so I do think that is a pretty relevant change. I'm a, I'm actually more surprised that they're cha they're removing Champion of Yasharaj. I don't really know why that one's getting murdered. Like the card was playable, the card wasn't bad. I, I'm I'm also surprised that Gem Splitter is not being chased. Like that that seems like a big oversight. Like whatever. yeah, with the way they're replacing Flat Tusk, yeah. probably because they don't want people to have like gems as spells as much, right? And then you still keep Gem Splitter in, which can give you a handful of gems every turn. So, yeah, yeah, like I, 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 they're like, oh, Flat Tusk is gonna be a huge problem with Nagas because you get so many gems, and then they're like, Gem Splitter though is fine. Like <laughs> everyone's <Yeah>. <laughs> playing Gem Splitter. Like that's that's really where you know people play uh, get their gems from if they're really focusing on gems, and you really leave that untouched. It's, Seems like a huge oversight, right? Like, so often we just say Gem Splitter is better than the Flat Tusk in, in a lot of compositions. And it's a lot easier to get Divine Shields, too. Because Nagas are going to be in every game. You have that Naga that can give Divine Shields. So it's going to be a lot easier to just be like, oh, yeah, I can get a Gem. Um, if I keep this card, I can get a Gem. I can get Divine Shield every turn. So <sighs> I don't know. I'm yeah. I, I'm a bit worried about that one. And then they also I, I do want I do want to complain about Bristleback Knight though, because okay. in, in my experience with that card, it is very often like it attacks and then on its second attack, there's like two minions it can hit where it doesn't get its where it dies, it doesn't get its divine shield back, and if it hits anything else it does. Uh -huh. 
and it's effectively like a flip, whether you get an entire extra big divine shield minion on your board versus it does nothing anymore. They, they, um, there's so many cards that are like that, though. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, the more you add, the more problematic it is, right? Yeah. Where you can't really affect your combat as much when it is just going to come down to does this hit the right card or not, right? Yeah, I mean, we're going to be complaining about Mantic Queen as well. Mantic Queen yep, is a whole sure. role where, oh, you don't get your Divine Shield, you, yep. lose, you, you lose your hit. You're going to be complaining about, like, all the cards. You're going to be like, oh, Leroy, right? If Leroy gets sniped by this stupid minion, oh, it dies. Or if yeah. it, you know, if it gets cleaved, the, the cleaved unit died already, and then Leroy's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be part of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... It, there, there's always been minions that are flips, and they they like adding them for some reason. I mean, yeah, and they'll. I mean, like, they 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 did remove the uh, the Baron's blacksmith pretty quickly. So, yeah, is there cards you're sad that didn't get removed? I I have a couple, and you probably. Oh yeah, Pyro spawn. Yeah, I think um, I think that, spawn again. That's the number one. I for think sure. first that didn't get touched right, like ever. So immediately when it came out, I think a lot of people understood, at least a lot of the other people understood that oh, this is going to be a problem. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, they still don't care about how strong it is and, and um, how impactful it is for games. Another one, I, I just I, don't like Mechro as well. I also don't like Mechro, but I also don't like Flecto. Which is, you know... Deflecto? Slightly hypocritical. Yeah, Deflecto. I've been playing huh. Taunted Deflectos in every... Lo like, if, if I can get my hands on them then in a lobby without dragons, Taunted Deflectos are relatively easy to buff. And they just do a lot of stuff, basically. Right? Like, you're competing with buddy high rolls, and you can't because they're buddy high rolls. But Taunted Deflectos save so much health, for me anyway. And I feel like once buddies are out you're barely going to have dragons in your lobby, right? You're, you're going to have them 50% of the time. You taunt your deflectors, you get resets on them. Like, there's Leroy, right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's it, basically. There, There's Leroy, but I also think a really good counter that they added is the ability to give Wind Fury on anything, right? Like, where you, you can go twice. Like, if you know they're playing Taunted Deflecto or Mechro, you can attack twice with your thing and snipe your deflecto so that might give you an answer if you know exactly they're playing this comp and you know yeah, you like do have shot. to find the the thing before drop and you yeah. can't hold yeah and you can't hold the spell for it you have to hold the minion for mm -hmm. it if you want to yeah. buy it earlier yeah so there is some counterplay some yeah yeah so it's not hopeless but i do i do see where ton of deflectors can be a really big problem and i mean it's it's basically the same or it's very similar to mackerel the only difference is mackerel's tier five right yeah yeah for sure it, it's it's extremely similar so uh we're really gonna have to see and then we haven't talked about the um the four drop the reef explorer discover a minion from a minion type you don't control this one i think of from what i've seen people have very widely different opinions on how good or bad this card's going to be. You have any any thoughts particularly on how on what do you think? Um it's very hard for me to not compare this to Primal Fin in my mind. Okay. Like I look at this and it's like 
The effect feels very similar to Primal Fin, but it's obviously so much worse. But then you remember that Primal Fin is, like, a broken card. <laughs> like, like, Primal Fin is probably one of the biggest reasons why Murlocs are so problematic, right? Yeah. So then I have to, like, keep my mind separate from that, and it's kind of hard. Um, but I do think if you, like, level to four decently quickly, you don't have a full board yet, this is a pretty good chance to just give you a bigger minion on board. But it, I think it's very unlikely to actually give you, like, stuff you care about right it fills the board out it doesn't do much more beyond that yeah Not unless you have brand right but <laughs> yeah i'm i'm of the opinion that this card uh no brand is whatever with a brand is extremely broken maybe some of the strongest yeah. in the game just because like the the economy you can get from this on accident is just so high Especially since you get to discover him, and you have three chances to hit economy, and um, especially like if pirates are in, you can hit the three gold. If if elementals are in, there's so many elementals that give you economy. Um, dragons are in, you can get Mirazond. So with brand, I think the there's a really high chance for this thing to just be extreme gold generation. But it it kind of uh, reminds me of friend of a friend in that yeah. when you have friend and no brand, it was like it was like ah. Like, it's a card, but you don't... It's, a, it's also not just gold generation. If you have a brand, this can very easily give you triple amalgams, I think. Like, if you're playing Menagerie with brand... I, I don't think you can get amalgam... Uh, or... You can. You can. Oh, okay. Like, amalgam is a minion of a type that you don't control you yet. You don't right? control. I guess that's yeah. true, huh? Like, it's a totem. <laughs> you never have a totem. So if you have three minion types, right already then you're guaranteed to see an amalgam every time because there's only five minion types per game outside of like you know the beast on quill bores if you're on tier five or whatever mm. so it's it's pretty easy to pick this up and discover triple amalgams if you have brand oh huh, i guess that's true huh so this could be a triple and this could be even better than I'm thinking as well, because it, it might mm -hmm. be a way to just, like, force triples as well. Yeah. You can be offered two of the same tribe. Okay, so... if it, Oh, that is weird. So, okay. so you need all five to be active. All right. Um, but, but that's not, like, extremely hard, right? If you want to... If you no, have an not, amalgam... That's not that hard, no. The amalgam should count for one. So if you have an amalgam and four other things, and then brand, and then this card... It would just give you two. Yeah, you give the triple of the amalgam, right? Yeah. yeah. So that might be some way to like just start like farming fives and sixes if you get this early yep. and you know what you're doing. So um, I'm pretty scared about this card with a brand uh, interaction. I just think like it, it can give you triples. It can give you so much economy. And it can also like give you direction, I guess, if you're like just playing this randomly and be like, I hope I find something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like maybe you discover a primal fin and you have an amalgam and you're like okay it, it, it's like without brand it's kind of okay and with brand i'm very scared i think that's a fair assumption so it depends on how likely you are to be picking up brand especially with i mean i'm amalgam. i'm very likely to be picking up brand yeah i mean <laughs> i am too <laughs> i don't know about you but i'm a brand you know yeah. brand enjoyer here so yeah 
Yeah, but it's uh, it's it's mostly what I'm thinking of as like tripling into brand, right? If you triple into brand now, it's like okay, you can probably get away with it because it's so Malgadon focused, right? But in previous metas, pre buddies, um, you very often couldn't get away with trip with picking a brand off a, off your first triple into tier five, right? And if you can't yeah. do that, then this card is a lot less scary because you have to be on five, find the brand with the board already. And then it still becomes scary, you know. Yeah, it, it has it's, some it's a bit of work. That is true. I'm just hoping that, uh, <laughs> you know, I can get away with it. But I guess, yeah, we will have to see um, if if we can or not. And I, I just think the there is very high potential for it to be problematic. So that's, that's kind of my current thoughts on the card. Um, as well, um, if we ignore that, I do think there's a lot of like cool additions. Manta Queen instead of Amalgam, I'm kind of okay with. It gives you, it's like a Myxna, um that sometimes gets reborn. That's kind of how I look at it. So it's not really something you want to keep. And I, I don't know if people will be winning games with this card, if that makes sense, right? Like, like there, there's a world where people are like run like double Mantis Queen, double Leroy, and like a big minion <laughs> and, a, and a selfless or something like that, and like say that's good enough. But that that'd be so selfless is awkward, right? Yeah, I mean you put Leroy first. Leroy. Yeah, you put Leroy first and second, and then selfless is mm -hmm. like third, um, or something. Uh, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, it, it would be pretty interesting. So I, I, I'm just wondering if this is going to be like good enough that people will win lobbies with this on their board, or if it's just going to be like early game tempo and then like people sell it off. So that's that's kind of my. I'm I'm mostly wondering if people care to play this if they're not already playing Menagerie, because if you're playing Menagerie, it gets shield like most all the, of the time, time. Yeah. Not not all of the time, but most of the time, right? According to my so luck, then, every time I'm never I'm never. I not mean, getting with my shit. luck, I'm getting it every time until I actually need it, and then it just doesn't. <laughs> but <it's>, yeah. <laughs> then it just gets taunt and it gets hit into with a divine shield immediately. Um, <laughs> but it's it's very much so. If people can play it outside of menagerie, right, and then yeah. not necessarily care about the effect, then it gets scary. Yeah. If you can only play it in menagerie. Probably not that big a deal, right? Lich King's pretty happy with cards like this, right? You'll get the poison back. Same thing with Leroy yep. if you're a Lich King. You can just oh, yeah. hero power at Leroy. <laughs> get two of them. That, that seems maybe Taunted, taunted Leroy reborn with a golden Cadgar and some extra minion in the back. Ooh. Ooh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Why haven't? Why didn't they remove Cadgar? That's another good. Like, what? What is it? Because like? I want to taunt and reborn a Leroy. That's why they didn't. Okay. It it just feels like it's a card that doesn't really serve like too much of a purpose, except for like Eliza, not Eliza, Pyro scam, and maybe like yeah. you're playing um, Graybo. Graybo, yeah, that's exactly the hero I was thinking. Uh, but it is it is pretty. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Of a, of a unit. Well, so I guess speaking of Leroy, um, Coiler summons it. I, oh. I made the, I made, yeah, I made the meme on Twitter. I, I where saw it's that like meme. We used, 
Yeah, we I used to get um, Poilor summoning Sneed summoning my ex now, like, once in a blue moon, and that was insane. Yeah. And now it can just directly summon Leroy. That is pretty crazy, actually, huh? Yeah. Uh, and you can still give it Reborn, or the you can still give the Coiler Reborn. So Gas Crows are going to be quite a bit better, huh? Just because... Before there was like if if opponent had big minions, your Gaskola had no chance to kill it. Now you're gonna lose a game because they pull out a Leroy, and then you just like get killed, and you're gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And it's in every game. Yep. Yeah. It's always there. So Though, I guess Coiler is only in half of. It. Yeah, but it it like sometimes there's an argument to be made like oh is um. Is Coiler or Mamba better? And I thought it was like kind of arguable. Like, oh, there are some situations where I would prefer. I mean, if you have a Mamba Bear, then Coiler has been better. And if you don't have a Mamba Bear, then Mamba was always better. But now, yeah. Yeah. So. Hello. Hey, sleepy. Hello. Hey, I had so much to say, and I was like in chat, but now I'm, I was like eating. So it's like, you know, I can't really like you can't, say you, things. You can join while you're eating. I actually did eat first before I started. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, I don't know. It's like awkward. I'm like saying something. I'm like, uh, I don't know. Well, you're done eating. Any thoughts? Yeah, I'm done <laughs> eating. Let's go. Um, I mean, I don't know. How, I don't really want to go too much back into the bunny meter. I'm no, go, go back in there. No, no, no. Feel free. Oh, yo, okay, okay, okay. Like, the way I feel with that is like, that was the biggest problem by far was the meter. Yeah. Yep. Um, like everything else, like overpowered buddies, I feel like is something that you can fix with normal balance changes. And but like it's like if they're gonna keep that system or bring it back, it needs to change like substantially. I don't think that removing it entirely and making you get it on a consistent turn is the answer because just going four and four and then getting a buddy seems kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, um, especially for something like Omu. Um. But just making it so that it's not a system of I got a bad matchup, so now my my game plan doesn't work. Yeah, I I think the most complaint was with the divine shield nonsense, where uh, if your best minion went into their divine shield, you get less than one uh, one damage in buddy meter progression. I think it's one, I think it's just one. Yeah, it's the equivalent of dealing one damage. I it's I not have, less than one, but it is one. I have seen. No, I think I've seen it been been worse than one damage, actually. It's not... uh, it can be worse than one percent. Because if you deal one damage, it doesn't always give you a percent. It might be that. That might have just been, yeah, like a decimal point rounding type uh... of thing that you saw. But yeah, like definitely that. But also just the case of, you know, I know that I need to charge my buddy meter, and the best way to do that is to make one big unit and have that hit multiple things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then if your like if your opponent has a bigger unit and you get a bad hit, and you can actually get top eight because of that, right? Like, the I can specifically remember a number of games where my one hit was the reason I lost. You know, like that. Yeah. Yeah, like on like turn four or turn three. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is just. Like, I would say that is something that cannot come back. Like, literally, if I knew that that wasn't going, like, you know, the only hope was, like, we know that the buddies are temporary. Uh -huh. If we didn't know that they were temporary and that was happening, they weren't doing anything about it, I think there would have been a lot more people just leaving entirely. 
I mean, I'm playing Arena, so. Yeah, but I mean, you're like playing Arena until Nagas come out. You're not like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't you didn't be like coming back if Nagas didn't come out. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I think there would have been more people, maybe like actively like trying to permanently switch games, if that was not known. True. Yeah, someone Which I guess that... begs the question: Is there a way to reintroduce buddies if they want to do that without a buddy meter ish thing, right? But also that isn't on guaranteed turns. I think the buddy meter is okay. You could just make it more lenient. You could remove yeah. the divine shield requirement like just it's the same progression whether you hit a divine shoot or not and you could just give um you could give like a rounding error so like let's say you're like 98 it'll round you to 100 or something instead of where like the most frustrating thing is when you you go and you're 99 and you're just like well i lost the game because of this right where hmm. it'll be a little bit more lenient so you know it'll like progress you like if you get to 96 it'll like round up to 100 or something so um, it'll make it a lot more easier. People might start going like three on three because it will be more lenient, but I think that's fine. Like three on three is not a bad way to play a lot of heroes. So yeah, I, I, I think that. the discouraging if they want to say we don't want people going four and four, I can live with that because I think four and four can be a very toxic way to play the game and very toxic to face. Yeah, but like I think three on three being viable. Yeah, I'd like three on three to be viable because. If you go two and two and get a bad shop, and then you can't go three on three, but you have to, it just feels really bad. Game can be over from there, and, and it shouldn't be the case where you can lose turn turn three, like quits. <laughs> but a lot of yeah. times you can if uh, your shops are just awful. You can't level, you can't do anything. So I wouldn't mind um, just more leniency with the meter because it, it was frustrating to lose a game because of battle RNG. Because I mean, battle RNG can already lose you the game. But then when you're like, oh, it's turn four and, <laughs> and I've lost, like, uh, that's a bit frustrating. Sorry. Yeah, like, I, want, I thought when, we, when it was getting revealed that the buddy meter was going to be basically like, yeah, you just need to, like, have minions on your board and not go three on three. Um, and if that's how it was, basically, like, if it's like, okay, you go three on three, you might get it a turn later, I can definitely live with that. But when it's like, you can play the absolute strongest you can and still not get it on time, I think is not okay. Yeah, it's it's a bit rough. So I I, I do like bringing back the discussion of buddy meter because I, I, I think that's one of the more problematic pieces of the buddies, either, regardless of like hero balance and buddy balance. Like the, the meter itself is more troll <laughs> than anything yeah. else. <laughs> but I mean, also, if you think about it, like just significantly nerfing the power level of buddies would also significantly reduce the frustration because if you're somebody yeah. like hook tusk or panda and you don't get your buddy on time you're not like oh woe is me right you're just kind of like oh i kind of maybe i would have had an extra option this turn to discover from but like i don't really care right my game isn't over my game isn't ruined but if you're somebody like tess or elise and you don't get your buddy on time your game can absolutely be over yeah yeah there was a comment in the comment i forgot to talk about the relative power of buddies against shops is what made meter too impactful if buddies were weaker meter would be less frustrating that is true right if, yeah i agree i agree uh, that is a good point i i don't know how they would like re-nerf everybody right like that sounds like so much work so I, I don't know if they would do that but it's something to keep in mind if um 
buddies were less impactful it also it would also make things more balanced it's hard to do you could also start off with not giving buddies to people as early, right? I'll if, make if it later. Per, if the earliest you get your buddy is at the start of turn 7 instead of the start of turn 5, that already makes a huge difference in the impact True. that early matchups and early combat has. But it could also make buddies have no impact. That's that's the fear where, like, buddies yeah. don't even matter. It's <laughs> like, who cares I mean, about it? That that is my it's my personal opinion, of course, but I think it's better if they have no impact than if they have a negative impact, right? Because if they have no impact, I can still play the game regularly and have fun with the regular game. They're like a cosmetic change. <laughs> most yeah, things, sure. like most things that are in this game that are healthy, aren't impactful every game. Yeah, basic yeah. actually basically everything, right? Something that's impactful every I'm game, I think on. you can. Right. You can basically unilaterally say that something that's impactful every game is overpowered. Yeah. Mm. In a game where you get stuff at random, right? If you don't get it at random because you get it guaranteed and it's always impactful, Brand? that's a problem. Or if you don't get it every turn or don't get it every time, but it's still impactful, which basically turns into you have to find it or you lose, that's also unhealthy. Friend of a friend. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. There's a lot of cards that are very problematic because if you don't get them, you're very disadvantaged. So you, yeah. it kind of it kind of forces you to play for uh and force that particular strategy. And if it's in every single game, the game becomes one dimensional. And you really saw it in front of a friend meta, where Pyro it was like, spawn. yeah, pyro spawns, yeah, things like that. And, you know, it it is uh. It is a good point um, that you're making. That. Yeah. Yeah. Power spawn is like so impactful that you don't even you like literally say, I'm not going to play this comp based on the fact that this is in the game. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's but not just it's not just you have a losing matchup. It's you have a matchup where you die if you face it. If someone has pyro spawn, right? Like, yeah, that level of problematic. Yeah, it's insta die, right? Versus like, yeah. oh, I like I'm unfavored here, but it's okay because I'm still gonna do well against everybody else. Yeah, but or it's you like I'm. It, but you take a small amount, and you know. I'm unfavored against this comp. This is the best comp in the game that everybody's aiming for, and I will die if I face it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when when the late game is like, oh, I just need to roll it down for a a prester. <laughs> That's there's nothing else matters here. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, well. <laughs> Did I roll it or not? That seems really weird. Like, there's, like, no other alternative options for you besides just roll it down and hope you hit this for a drop. Seems a bit weird that it's that impactful, but, yeah. It might... I feel like things are going to turn into something similar where in dragon lobbies, it's going to be so important to get an amalgam going because of prior spawn. Yeah, maybe right. I I can I can see it right because you can easily get divine shield. You can even get the wind fury now too on your amalgam or or yeah. Agam. Yeah, and then you just like go first and, <laughs> and uh, wind fury kill two kill two units before they attack, and then you you win that lobby. So I could definitely see it. it. It's gonna require more work though, so you might not see it as much, and that might be yeah. But I mean, that's but what I'm saying is like. You know, the person who gets it while they're on three 
doesn't really take a huge loss to build it versus like if you don't find it on three and then you just can't build it up in time and then you just lose to the person who did. Yeah, uh, I, Nightmare Amalgam is its own discussion, I think. Like, like that's yeah. the problem that Nightmare Amalgam had in its original state. Yeah, but I, I think what I'm saying is I don't know if that's going to be a massive issue in non-Dragon Lobbies. I don't think it is. I think it's only going to be in Dragon Lobbies that it's a big problem. Yeah, just because of Prester. Yeah. It should be a little bit better, yeah, without Dongs. Like, it, not everyone should be able to do it where... Like, and especially without buddies and without dongs, not everyone should be able to do it, but uh, it might just be the high roll if you get there and you can set it up that you just never, you always win. But there's always been comps like that where if you can set it up, you pretty much always win. Usually they, remind, they require the Magadons, but uh, we'll, I mean, we'll see if uh, Nightmare is a good enough replacement to still create those type of situations, right? Like the, the thing we have to understand is we have less time to get that strong since buddies aren't in and uh, Magadon isn't in. So it might not, it might not be feasible unless you're playing like Gallerix or something to just like create that type of situation nowadays. But uh, we have to see, right, how you know good people can do it or how quickly they can do it, especially with the new cards. It's hard to understand how everything will interact right maybe with the reef um with the reef card uh you can just generate a amalgadon that easy so easily that it it's pretty constant every game that you'll be able to get this amalgadon situation but um we just don't hey know. guys hey soren by the way i want to add one broken card that you're not talking about here go for it leroy <laughs> We we've talked about Leroy a little bit. Rock and beyond belief. What's what's your thoughts on it? It's broken. It's basically <laughs> poison, amalgam, pyrospawn, all in one card. It doesn't make sense. Uh, I do think it it's doesn't pretty have good. shield, but that's it. Like I think there is no reason not to play this card in your comp. This is gonna make selfless useless, and it's gonna be the best finisher in the game. It's even stronger than the six drop. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it's the, too broken. It's too strong. I mean, it can't two front is the is the thing. Yeah, it so. can't value trade. You can't buff it, and it's just a one card. You can put two of them in, but then you still have five minion slots you need to do something with. Because if you kill two of your opponent's minions, that's great. But then they still yeah, have I'm five. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a mother. Right? I'm saying it's the best card to end on in the game, and that's gonna change the way the game is played. Like, you can't have big taunts, you can't open with Divine Shield, because if they taunt this, your Divine Shield is dead, and you lost the fight, and you lost the game. This card is going to change everything, positioning-wise, and how you build your comps, and how you think about the late game. It's going to yeah. work the whole game. It's too strong. I, I potentially agree with you, I just... Uh... I, I don't think those things necessarily follow from each other, right? You can change how you play things like you can change how you position because cleave exists but that doesn't mean cleave is broken beyond belief right <laughs> cleave but is cleave broken <laughs> i do think you cleave is broken beyond belief though <laughs> yeah and also you need to invest into the cleave this is just a two gold investment that's yeah it. that that is uh, a good point plus the argus that you have to find right no you can just put if it you first it, you can also put it first I mean, if you don't find the Argus, then there's not the threat of, oh, you can't lead with your big Divine Shield minion, right? 
Well, but you don't know I mean, if your opponent found the Argus, know. right? Yeah, Even in a top two situation where you know what their board is, you don't know if they taunted it or not, if they found it. Um, I mean, yeah, like, I think a lot of the things, though, that you're talking about are going to be, like, interesting decisions, right? Yeah. And, like, a lot of those things, it's like, you're talking about all the ways where you can counterplay Leroy, and to me, if you are you can counterplay it by positioning well, that doesn't scream broken. Like, yeah, I'm not exactly. saying it's that's, not. That's what I'm thinking. It's, like, I'm not I saying it's not broken, broken, but because I, of that, yeah. But I I'm think saying that... the card is gonna change the way the end game is played right now. That's fine, though. Why isn't that? Yeah, a, I don't know if it's bad or good. I'm just saying the card is that strong that it's gonna oh. switch the game by itself. I mean, I think a lot of cards do that, though. Like, it's not yeah, a... like every strong end game utility does that. Minions win fury or shield at a whim because of. Uh, the spells that you can get, right? Yeah. That changes it too. Yeah, like we uh, this the Nagas, the Nagas spellcraft cards, like give a minion divine shield, like that's crazy. Give a minion wind fury. It's not as crazy, but it can be very impactful to be like, oh yeah, I just I just divine shield wind fury my cleave, like oh, here you go, <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> like that that seems a bit broken to me, right? And you you like if you know there's a Lira, okay, I won't put it first, I'll put it like third or something, right? But it's still a divine shield wind fury. Uh, that that can just solo the board. So there there's still other units that have that kind of effect besides Leroy, and they are removing Spore too. So um, it's not like okay, you can now just run Spore, Leroy, uh, Mantis Queen. <laughs> you know everything has poison, and I like, don't need to do anything else. But yeah, I think Leroy fundamentally one of the main things it does is it is going to strongly disincentivize you from over-investing into one unit. And I think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah I like that. Uh, the thing right, is like, that if you don't hire all that direction, that's usually what you have to do. Yeah, I, I am a bit worried. That's currently what you have to do, yeah. right? That's not necessarily what you will have to do once buddies are out. I mean, it's always been the case, let's be honest. You no, don't have a direction, you build into one unit and then you poison pivot. That's the game. If no, you don't have direction, it, it was you don't more have often right? you jam a menagerie of crap on your board that's, you know, decently statted, and then, you know, either go for poison or survive long enough that you're ready to die and go to your next game, right? It's not always just yeah, put one big just it's not always been just put one big thing on your board. If if we think of shaker comps with quill bores, um, you know, roughly yeah, but that's like direction, right? I'm talking like you don't get any kind of direction until turn ten. Like, what are you supposed to do? Uh, you're supposed you to die. die if you yeah. can't get any direction <laughs> until turn ten. I don't think you have a right to complain uh, that you then lose the game. Yeah, uh, you're you're dead. It's fine. Like just move on. And like, if you legitimately, like, even if you and if you make your decision, then it's turn ten. You still don't have direction then I would consider that an outlier and just a very unlucky game. That doesn't necessarily mean like you should have had an out, right? If if the game literally gives you nothing and you lose when there's a lot of things it could have given you, that's just bad luck, right? Yeah, I don't win every game, you know. So I, uh, just, <laughs> it's like, there are some games where I, I try and I lose, right? So it just happens and it's fine. I, I, I am... The only thing I'm worried about, like, well, there's, I mean, I'm worried about a lot of things, but like, regarding the Leroy card, I'm just worried if, um, 
you can just create board states that can compete with late game boards just by running like these random uh one for one units you know you just run mantis mantis queen you run a leroy you run like one extra one big unit and and like something else and like that's good enough to like win a lobby where you don't have to yeah, put I in that much effort that's my fear i think they rerun a coiler it gives you leroy yeah that kind of stuff i think mythrax is a problem I don't know. I feel like removing out. Spore and adding Leroy should mitigate that because you can no longer do like uh, Golden Trickster or Golden Selfless as full poison because this doesn't work with them. Yeah. So that's... I think they should have addressed that issue in theory. Yeah. If if they if Spore were still in, I, I would be more worried. But also, now that Murlocs are going to be in basically half the lobbies. There's too much of a like a benefit of just like making huge stats and like there's not really a big counterplay unless you get lucky with the Leroy. I don't I don't know if Mantis Queen is gonna be super prominent because people like to be more um proactive with their units, especially ones that don't scale easily. So I don't know how, how often people are just gonna be like, Oh, they have a big unit, I'm just gonna hold this Mantis Queen or play it. And I and I just feel like there's gonna be a lot of cases where like a curator will have like three amalgadons and they're all huge and then it's like well i have no answer um except if i buy this one card and then everyone's just gonna be like well why wait i'll just buy the card early and then everyone's just running leroy's because there's no answer to big stats if the opponents have it i don't know yeah i don't know i don't see a reason not to buy and play leroy honestly in any comp I mean, sometimes uh, you're maybe, just not going to have space. Maybe not in Death Rattles comps, but... I've yeah, run like Makaa and Leroy. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Will, will Makaa... If Makaa triggers Leroy... No, no? nothing okay. happens. Okay. Damn. Because <laughs> then you could say, oh, if something kills the Makaa, then it gets the Leroy destroy the minion that kills this. Buff. No, it destroys the minion that kills the Leroy. Uh yeah hero is cool with tanks and jugglers and pyro spawns though it kills less them. with tank but definitely with juggler pyro spawn yeah yeah i'm, I'm a big fan of that this. actually i'm actually a really big fan of there being like a direct counter to pyro spawn right like a taunted leroy against pyro spawn you just take out the pyro spawn great like we have actual counterplay to that card now yeah that's Although, actually a good it, it does still require them to hit exactly the leroy you're taunting Do you have it. any other you're, taunt you're divine shields? It. No, but you have taunt divine shields that you don't want to get ruined by pyro spawn, right? Like that's the big problem. If you have taunt divine shields, your opponent no has one's playing amalgadon. It's fine. It's fine. Like <laughs> I mean, there's amalgam. There is taunt deflectos. Yeah, and but this the thing. I, I think taunt deflectos aren't going to be a thing. I think they're just not. Yeah, all these taunt things can't be a thing because Lira exists. You can't invest into these things. You're just gonna get Leroy and die. Yeah. It's Pyro Spawn in every lobby. That's what it is. Not if Nadina goes first. Yeah, that's the one fear if you're running, if you're taunting this and then Nadina hits this and then you're just like, oh, that sucked. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> How do you counterplay that? <laughs> I mean, if you get a bad hit, you like. If you have like three taunts, right, and they have opening Nadina, then you have like only a one in three. 
like okay because also like pyrospawn you know you get through the taunts and then you can kill their divine shields that aren't taunted even right so you might have non-shielded taunts but you can protect them by killing the pyro by the pyrospawn not being able to get to them you have two taunted leroy's genius yeah i mean <laughs> I, I mean actually yeah right like double taunted leroy is probably going to be a thing yeah it probably will be I mean that's not that's not that crazy, right? You have two Leroy's, because why wouldn't you have two Leroy's and you find one Argus to both of them? Is this just gonna be the late game card in every comp? Oh my god. This yes. is what Soren is saying. <laughs> You're rolling for this is like in every game and everyone's just running two of these because it is Well, how many is gonna be in the pool? There's like ten. Nine. Nine. There's nine. Yeah, so that's not a lot. Yeah, that's not that much. So some people will like, get these. So oh, pretty like, much you have to buy the these as soon as you see them. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's annoying. All right. Sounds um, honestly, like I wouldn't have a problem if they switched this with Mantis and made Mantis like game plus three plus three or plus two plus two or whatever. This is stronger than Mantis. Probably is, yeah. Yeah, actually, I, I I can see that switching it with Mantis and yeah. I yeah, could, maybe. Yeah. One thing that I really do like though is I don't know if you guys read saw this before, but it's like with Mantis, like you, can you can't it, rely, right? like you can, but you can taunt it. But then you know if you hard taunt your Mantis and your opponent knows that, then they can open Leroy. Yeah. Um, but the other thing with Mantis is like it can taunt itself. Um. So, like, the thing with, you know, because I, I feel like Mantis is more of, like, the Spore counterpart, right? And, like, what I'm thinking of is, like, Macaw Trickster crap. And now, like, M Mantis can taunt itself and you might not be able to reliably, like, do that. Oh, you're saying it screws over Trickster comps. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm saying it's, it's, like, it's worse in a Trickster comp sometimes even than Spore. Because, like, even though it can get Divine Shield, it can get Taunt. Yeah. Yeah, and just yeah. die. And I am all for that because I hate trickster yeah. comps so much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got some we trickster haters, huh? Okay. Oh yeah, I mean, I, it's so toxic, man. It's so toxic. That's fair. I usually beat them, so I <laughs> don't care. That's like funny. in Murloc lobbies, it's like if you're running trickster in a Murloc lobby, and yeah, you can have a lot of poisons, but then everybody else can have poison too, so it's not a huge problem. Right. Yeah. It is a it is a semi toxic card and it should be better without buddy scaling, but Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. But I still hate it. Yeah. I, I think I, I was getting mad about this card even before buddies came out, so The Trickster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was yeah. raging at Trickster before buddies. I do wanna yeah, I talk about um, I do wanna talk about Dark Gaze Elder. I think oh this card God. is going to be secret OP. Well, maybe not after this. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> I feel like it wasn't a secret. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was like looking at this. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like this. This is why I think I might just be like a Cobra player instead of a Naga player. <laughs> day one. I'm yeah. just, <laughs> just like, why are we playing Nagas? Just play double dark gaze. I won the game every time. And like another thing is like we have to understand like buddy scaling isn't the thing, right? So you're just looking at this from like a base a base standpoint and the stats it gets you it's so much and it synergizes with so many cards. It synergizes with duo so well. And and you have nightback so you can get divine shields. 
um, on your on your quill bar, so it's not even bad. And we still have the uh, Agam, we have the Pumba, so you can get plus you know plus eight plus the, eight the a turn. Pumba is insane. Yeah, it there's so much you can do. Like you just grab this and you're like, well, I, I'm I've won, <laughs> you know. And you can get two of them, and you can get Agam. You can even run like double Agam, like that's even fine. Oh. And then a, and a bunch of things and it's just like, double agam yeah and also like the the main thing that i was thinking about you know, like you're thinking about like the more normal i'm just, just thinking about the fact that you don't actually have to play the blood gems anymore. yeah 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 so i know right the boomers yeah, so, <laughs> right but not even the boomers like the person with four hoggers right? yeah. ho oh right? yeah so like you can just go you can go infinite like before you know flat tusk like you could have gone flat tusk agam with like four hoggers but it was just slower yeah. Right, but now it probably won't be. I'm assuming. Although, you, although you do miss out on the Peggy synergy, which is slightly sad. You miss yeah, out on the Peggy but you synergy, get, but you, you get it back in spades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like like sometimes I would be infinite, but I would say I'd rather do this Agam stuff and build cleaves because yep. then I have big cleaves and I know that like there's poisons. Um and now you're just like that's going to be the best those. thing to do. Yeah, like this is going to be the best thing to do, right? Get four, get hoggers, get this, get agam, get cleaves, right? Yeah, it sounds. It's not that easy, but it's strong. Yeah, without buddies, it won't be. I mean, be I'm as saying easy, this but... is the best thing to do, like over, like the, the the entirely best thing to do in the game. Not saying it's like in in non that you're gonna. So. No, even in Murlocs, because you're gonna build cleaves. Yeah. Like you're just gonna because you're gonna have the APM scaling on cleaves. I guess that's true, right? If you have a hundred hundred cleaves, who cares which <laughs> size your murlocs are? <laughs> yeah. And so. also with this thing, the necrolite stones go up so oh much. Oh my god! You get so many gems. You can literally make 200, 200 cleaves. That's that true. Enough. Yeah, necrolite's gonna be broken as well with this because you're getting the gems on everything, and then you. Like, if you get plus 20, plus 20, that's on four. Well, most likely you have, like, three or so, but, like, you only need two. So you can just, like, double your value on a cleave or, or divine. That's really important. So I just think this card was is, is going to get nerfed. <laughs> like, I didn't understand. <laughs> the good thing is, though, I can. there's, like, multiple buttons you can press on this, right? You can yeah, increase yeah. the gold. You yeah, can yeah. decrease the number of boars. So I feel like it. it's, like, very nerfable without, like killing it. Yeah, it it's getting um, nerfed but i do just want slightly off topic i just want to remind everybody that gallywix has armor oh i um, haven't looked at the armor really wow yeah <laughs> i haven't looked at the armor yet but damn that's... <laughs> and they put yeah. a new four drop in the game so gallywix can print money for free yep in every and lobby yeah. doesn't every need a murloc for the new primal fin <sighs> you just play it and sometimes you get Caligos, and then you go dragons. Yeah, I mean, you have to be on tier six for that, so it's a little bit yeah. less guaranteed. But it is, I do think with Brand, or if you have Econ, if you have Galia, like this card's going to be nuts. Also, I don't like, I mean, we haven't talked about the Nagas at all, right? <laughs> but I, I do think some of the Nagas are pretty weird as well it should be changed the last the last card i guess we haven't talked about is, is really the young murkai we've only talked about it a little bit but at first i wasn't like too sure about it but i do think there's a lot of decent battle cry murlocs that you can just play with yeah and, and, and now like like 
like currently you're like, well, I don't ever like have those on my board, but it's like this card doesn't exist. So like, of course, yeah, you had no yeah, reason to exa- keep them. Yeah, but, exactly. But like with Murlocs, like any battle, like any Murloc is a Murloc and you have Sefen assuming, right? And then you can just keep it around. Like it's, it doesn't really matter what your Murlocs are as I long as Ryan is Sefen. already. Right. Disgusting. Um, but it's like, imagine you just like triple, like people are thinking like, oh, I, do I really want to keep this on my board, but it's like. If you triple Begurgle into this, like it's immediately, you know, plus eight, plus eight to your board. So like you're going to put it on your, you're going right, to leave it there. Right, right. It, it triggers the yeah. golden effect, doesn't it? Yeah. That's, imagine yeah. golden primal frame with a brand. What the <laughs> fuck is this? And now you're not worried about tripling Amalgadon. So then like. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be worried about tripling Amalgadon. Yeah, me neither. That's. That could be very problematic. I mean, that, I mean that that I I hmm. are we gonna have weaker boards <laughs> at the end with even without yeah. buddies? Some of the I scaling mean, are you here is these crazy. Cards is the question, right? Yeah. Like, obviously, the this, is, these cards are crazy, but you might be not getting there, so we'll see. Can you stay on four and do stuff there that's reasonable enough that you know you're gonna get smacked at the level, right? That's the big question. Well, you also I have mean, to... I think uh, if the new Quillboard card, like you triple into it, but let's say you don't have all the Quillboards already, maybe you have one Quillboard, if you face somebody that's playing Tempo on Tier 4, you're going to take 15. So there is a risk with And that. then the turn after, you're dealing 15, so it's fine. Right? Like, uh... Copium. Yeah, if you don't know, it's fine. <laughs> but like with the Moonlock... You always the get Moonlock Agam instantly. Like yeah, four it's... Charlies immediately. The Bagurgol thingy is like four Charlies in one card. It doesn't make sense. Uh, someone has a question. Now that buddies are gone, do you fear that Milk Meta might come back? No. no. I think it's no. Acolyte. Acolyte's yeah. not on one. Yeah. That, that's the I reason. Which is still going to be a strong card, though. Which yeah, was sure. strong. Yeah. yeah. But it's not going to be, you can't just like force that strategy, yeah, you I think. Be... Especially with Nagas being like the Naga two drops are going to be really strong, so like there is a lot of incentive to go to two. Tier four has been butchered over time, so who wants to triple into four anyway? There are so many. I didn't want to triple into fours and milk meta either. There is strong shell. There is. I I feel you. So many bad four drops. Yeah, Rattler, Cold Light, Sears, Strong Shell, Kek W. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a bit rough nowadays for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think Milk Meta will be back. It, it's really Acolyte that was facilitating it. Just everyone was able to get some early, and you just stayed on one triple into the four. If you get the four milk, you win. But nowadays, it's a lot harder. You don't have the Acolyte safety, and your early staying on one has a huge risk. So I don't think you'll see it coming back. Uh, another question say you have two giant swamp strikers on board and the six drop triples it at the end of the turn does it does it pull no it won't pull the minions off for combat it'll wait until the beginning of the next turn to pull it back so um you don't have to worry about like having two two big murlocs and then getting it tripled by the murkai with primal fin synergy so i wouldn't worry about it but yeah um i think those are like the the uh, non-naga cards and the cards are being removed and adjusted that we talk about we can start moving on to the naga stuff um just kind of you know starting to get somewhere right <laughs> the picture <laughs> i have shows like the tier one to tier three nagas but really i mean we can kind of talk about any naga um card that we want to talk about i have, I have both pictures yeah. and, and 
it's pretty free flowing. Uh, These pictures are cool. I like them. Yeah, I got them off Reddit. Uh, as as I do, you know, I, someone did the work for me, so you know. No. Thank you, Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, we can. Do you want us like start talk about like the most problematic card at the beginning, or do you want to like start small and be like, oh, this is probably fine, and move on to like? Oh, I mean, I think we, I want to talk about the cards that basically affect how you play the things, right? So like. Lava Lurk or, or Storm Scale Siren and like the five drop and then a Thissa, right? Like, I think it's not really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to talk about spellcraft as a mechanic without first looking at the spellcraft synergies. Okay, sure. I mean, I mean, you start with Lava Lurk and I think that card is going to be like, like, yeah, pretty much. It, this is also going to be nerfed, I think. It, I think it's. I... It's a bit too strong. But, but I, I is, if you nerf of, Lava um, Lurker, though, how do you play Nagas? If you don't have yeah. a Lurker? Yeah, how do you play Nagas without a Lurker? You I don't mean, there's have a, a lot of payoff. I, I made the comment things. of you, uh, you go two on two, and either you see a Lava Lurker and you are now playing Nagas for the rest of the game, or you go three on three and then you go look again. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. <laughs> but like, if you nerf the, the Lurker, like, I think without the Lurker, I don't really want to play Naga. Without the Lurker, yeah. do we want to play Naga? So there is Snow Cavalier, but is that good enough probably like to force Nagas? No. Um, no. But I mean, you look Siren. at these minions, you buy them just because they're like decent stats immediately, I mean, if right? You get, if you get like the, the coin on turn one and a Snail Cavalry turn three after you level, you play it, you coin, you buy another minion. That's a 5-4, right? On turn three. Yeah, yeah, sure, but these I, are all like tempo stuff that you buy, and then you find your direction. I'm talking about yeah, like, but it's turn three. I'm Naga, right? <laughs> it's turn three. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I mean, I'm not happy when I see a tough task. I'm not that kind of player. Yeah, I mean, in, in in buddy matter, tough task with divine shield is pretty good. So I mean, that one, that one. Yeah, if you put divine shield, um. Like, so I, I do, the problem I have with this is you get your direction too early and, and yeah. that, that might be my issue with it where it's like, oh, I got a lava lurker. I know exactly what I'm doing the rest of the game. And then, you know, I'm, like this, the synergy with knives are too strong that I'll just, you know, force this. And that that's a bit problematic because like normally you don't get direction this early. I think tier threes is usually where you can start seeing direction if you like roll double deflecto, if you roll like, um single gem splitter yeah yeah gem splitter or something like that that's where you start seeing direction where you're like oh i knew i can force things and just having this like super clear super powerful like the stats on it aren't bad direction on tier two where you can just know what you're going to do for the rest of the game because you got this or two of these early i think that's that's where my problems are lying with this particular card I I would like to see it maybe tier three. I could even see it higher, but like, um, I just think it's it it gives you too much of a window if you just get this early. Like, you just kind of know exactly what you're gonna do, and and knowing what you're going to do in in a game like Battlegrounds is so powerful. On it's turn high. three, like yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, like I was just. Marana. This could this, be a three drop, Rana, and it would right? be reasonable. Yeah, I I think it would be fine, like more fine as a three. But being on a t on tier two, I just think 
the nature of the game, this isn't okay. And, and how, yeah. how it reminds play. me of Amalgam on tier two. Like you get it yeah. and you know yeah. what it's <laughs> gonna basically that. That's kind of what it is, right? Because it's gonna start scaling. You can give it the perma shield. Yep. Yeah. Um, like I don't know. I was just thinking about like, like I just kind of envisioned the scenario of like I'm Reno. Turn one, I buy like mini the one three rate. Uh, turn three, I just like roll twice, buy a lava lurk or hero power. <laughs> Give it plus four attack permanently. Yeah. 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 I, I, I initially when I saw this, I, I was thinking I would be fine with it on tier four too. Like someone's saying even on three it's too too low. And I can see that happening. Like I could see that. But I, I think three is like minimum where like I might be like, ah, it's too it's strong, but it's not like oh, I can't believe this is on three. Like I I just can't believe it's on two. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, on three it seems like kind of <laughs> Like, like it seems in line with like bristleback brood. yeah bristleback brood essentially yeah and, and, and this is better than brute it is it's not only that's like you can keep yeah, it yeah yeah and, but i mean brute you could also necrolite onto a cleave right so i think yeah, it is actually a pretty good in comparison better, yeah so I, at three i'd be okay but I, I think on two it's too much so that's really the the one that jumps out to me but there's still other like um units that are problematic as well uh, yeah for, personally um if we're going to i mean the other direction i think that's like one of the clear directions for noggin the other one is a six drop but it, i yeah. mean it is a six yeah. so it's not it's not as atrocious just because it, it's on six i mean there's so. also storm scale i think that card is really strong actually i don't think like, that's yeah siren's crazy um especially um, you can have siren you can have the five drop divine shield and then your that thing has divine shield um yeah. and it gives a divine shield mm-hmm. yeah it's the three drop uh, golem uh, oh, it's like this the strongest right. thing is that it counts the triggers so if you have things that synergize with spellcraft it's gonna trigger them as well like the snail yeah. is gonna get plus two health all this kind of stuff Which if you have really the weird. five drop plus the siren everything gets plus two plus two yeah like the death that 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 wasn't the case, the card will be okay. Yeah. Like tempo, sure. It also triggers all the value procs, which is what I'm concerned about. Yeah, I think it's weird because it's really inconsistent with like previous wording. Right? If yeah. Stuff <laughs> yeah, that's that normally true. says after you cast a spell <laughs> or whenever you cast a spell, it doesn't count things like Stormscale Siren that makes minions do their effects, right? But yeah. specifically Stormscale Siren does trigger them. Um, and I believe that Dark Gaze Elder doesn't, right? It, it like does, Dark Gaze right? Elder... Or maybe... What is Dark Gaze Elder? It's the six Yeah, uh, the Flatus. The oh, 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 no, 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 no. Oh, I thought you were talking about the, uh, okay. the Spellcraft Discover no. Naga card. No, 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 no. The, uh, the, the one that puts blood gems on other things, right? It plays the blood gems, but it takes into account any buffs you have to blood gems, and it takes into account whenever a blood gem is played on this, but it doesn't trigger whenever you cast the spell effect, right? Like, Dark Gaze oh, yeah. Elder doesn't trigger Athissa. Yeah. But yeah. Stormscale Siren does when it makes minions do their spellcraft. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we have, so... I mean, it's, it's, it's gonna be pretty powerful with Athissa for sure. 
right? Like those those two. If you have the lava, you have a Tissa, like that's so much stats. Um, and I mean, if you have if you have Siren and a Tissa, so much stats. And there's a lot of synergy with the card. I'm not. I'm not sure how like broken it's gonna be, because uh, it, it it does. It's a naga itself. It's also a naga itself. Yeah, it feels comboy though. It feels like a combo yeah. card compared to. I mean, you, if you like have it's like a spellcraft macaw. units. It's like a macaw. like if you have any spellcraft minions like early on, right? Like you buy it and it's putting a lot of stats on the board immediately, and it's a five four on three, right? Yeah, so like even so. if you have no synergy for it, buying it on three is not particularly punishing. Horrible, yeah. And and it just opens up super high rolls. I, that's very true. Meanwhile, Bannerbore is a fucking one. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's yeah, gonna get the Bannerbore treatment. He's gonna get smaller. Yeah, I can Minus see. Minus one attack. Let's go. Yeah, I, I can see that for sure. Where it gets nerfed, I think a lot of these cards are gonna get nerfed. It, it feels very Quillbore-esque, cool, and like. Their first iteration where things are just obviously broken, but they want people to play Nagas. So they're yeah. going to they're gonna make it strong and then they're like, oh we'll nerf it. But you know, it, it's still gonna retain some of its OP uh strategies for sure. I I I, I don't know. Like it, it, I I understand the design philosophy of okay, we want people to play, let's make it strong, but I have other problems with that philosophy, especially when tournaments are involved. Like then I'm just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that mm. later. I guess the context is different this time because now we have had the overall and like any, almost any tribe is reasonable. Back when Quillbars came out, any other tribe was dog shit. So it's the difference also. Yeah. Like basically all the Quillboard nerfs got reverted and now Quillboards are kind of bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but these on curve are just too strong. If you get this all on curve, it's too synergistic. It's but if you have to force them, I don't know. I think uh, other tribes might be able to calm you if you are forcing them. They yeah. don't seem like that level of... But why is anyone else playing other with. tribes? They might I mean, be stronger. Early on, right? They want to play the new cards. Day one, I don't think you'll be seeing that many other people playing new yeah. new stuff. But like after yeah. like a couple of days, maybe a week, you'll start seeing people be like, "Well, you know what? Crowbars are just better. Let me just not never touch." No, I, I specifically <laughs> mean like early on, right? Like turns three oh, through yeah. seven. You can't get direction that quickly uh, unless you're Nagas. A lot of the yeah, time. exactly. Nothing else does what Nagas does on those early turns, right? Yeah. So you can yeah, say afterwards, other, uh, once people find other pieces of other comps, they'll go start playing different things. You can start, you know, getting beaten. But early on, it feels like the person that finds the most Naga synergy wins the most early game fights. Yeah, that's probably yeah, going to be true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I like annoying. when Quillbars came out. Yeah. People with Roadboard and Tough Task just win fights. It, it's it's gonna be weird i guess i don't know but it's different though because like most of these stats are temporary that's the, the weird thing to evaluate there, the, but there the is direction to how much temporary stuff you, you can call it temporary stats you can also just call it very big base stats yeah I mean, that's how i see it, it that way yeah that's how i look at it 
right? You you say like, oh, like the two attack is like on you know mini Myrmidon. It's like, oh, the two attack is temporary. It's like, no, that's just a three three on Tavern One. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a that's... except you can make it a one three and put the two attack elsewhere, right? Right. Yeah. I think that's a it's much a three, better three way of looking at it for sure, because. It, it 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 lets you see how good some cards are because like some of the cards right if you don't think about the spellcraft they look pretty bad but then if you add them in then they're a lot better because even like this eight plus eight attack thing it's a 12 four right it, it's which isn't like super good but it's a lot better than like looking at it and saying oh i have a four four it does nothing like uh right but, especially when like that eight attack goes on a cleaver a shield it's like yeah. Right, like it's a yeah. four four, but then you can actually like pick up a hydra and make it big, and now you have a hydra. Yeah, you can you make can a ten run. attack hydra like at no cost. Like <laughs> it's like what? Uh, that's so strong. <laughs> Ink archer is much better than it looks because, like, if you think about it, when you're like your first turn on tier four, it's so often that you buy a jug and then end on it. Now you can just end on this, and it's basically plus eight attack for two turns, which is huge. It's not just one turn. But yeah, I think this is gonna be like one of the best four drop to pick up the first turn on tier four. Eight like tempo four. Eight attack is a lot. I feel like this card yeah, is actually gonna so be much. sleeper OP. I feel like this is the ground shaker of the set where people thought it was bad and that's actually like insane. But the thing is that the more the game goes, the worse the it becomes it gets, to buy yeah. this, right? Yeah, the weaker it gets. I mean, the yeah, but it gets better and better. Yeah, but the thing is with Shaker, you did invest into it, right? I mean, you have this to split that you don't invest, let's be honest. Well, yeah, but then you but you still like but that that's like two cards, it's, right? It's two gold yeah. investment. It's not that bad. If you keep spending two gold on this all the time, you're gonna fall behind over time. Yeah. No, 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 but I mean you just like have it, right? And it's just like, okay, like as long as I have this, my hydra has eight attack. And now my Hydra is yeah. big enough where I don't need it anymore. So now I'm yeah, that's what it. I'm saying. If you get it early, like carrying a four four on your board is not that big of an investment. It's like carrying a better light thing. You can just keep it for a while. I mean, it's also it also has a type, so it can scale, right? That that's the nice thing about all of these. They they all, they all have a type, so they can all scale. Oh, they also well. can scale, which makes them that much better. Yeah. Let's say this is your Naga for a light fan comp. You can just sneak up. Uh, if we're if we're tool. talking about Nagas for light fang car, right? <laughs> it has to be the double. Like, right? I'm talking about uh, scenarios. Like sometimes you triple into a five and it has to be light fang, right? That sure. Yeah. Now you can just chill but with your light fang. I... You get a cleave. You have this, and then you power level. Yeah, but can I just give it plus one plus one and wind fury instead? Instead of the attack. You can also do that. Yeah. Feels a lot but better. But then you have a. Three, four, six Hydra with Wind Fury. Or a ten. Uh, five, seven, Hydra. because it gets the plus one, plus one. Like the first yeah, turn, it's... you would do that. It's a five, seven with Wind Fury and Cleave. I think that It'd is be a three, perfectly five. serviceable. Yeah, it gets a Light Fang buff then, right? Oh, sure. Yes, I guess it would. Yeah, that, that, that feels very it fine. So much better. I mean, or you just like. You don't have a light fang so you just have both of those things. Ah, yeah, like a like a twelve attack wind fury hydra. Seems okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think it risks dying more. Then you don't really get the wind fury. I mean, yeah, yeah but like let you let's say you just find some other health buffs for it, right? Yeah. Yeah. What what's your One thoughts thing, though, on to... the um the critter wrangler though? 
We haven't really talked about some of like the five drop nagas and stuff like that. Oh, this thing's crazy, right? <laughs> this uh, thing's absolutely crazy. I don't know. Like, can you force nagas with this? I think you need to have more synergies. It it's yeah, kind of direction. Really good. Right, like if, if because it's also on a minion, right? So you could put it on a hydra. Like you can just like if you're just jamming all your spells on a hydra, and your hydra scales. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's... but it's not like game winning. It's like top four. Yeah, it's like a light fang, right? In terms of like potential. Where yeah, the way I look at this card is Pumba to me. This is the Pumba of the oh Pumba. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you Basically, can't you can't win with a Pumba, a but you can like yeah you can synergize with it. Yeah, but like if you have this and you have the six drop and you have the three drop that cast all the spellcraft, then it gets crazy. Yes, kind of so. like Pumba. The more like I think this are, is gonna be the one you would want to use with the Avenge, right? Yeah, this plus the Avenge is crazy because you get like two to four spells every turn. You just buff the Avenge <laughs> and it never dies. Mm. Yeah. It, there's no death rattle synergy with Nagas though. Like there's the if you're if you're going like full Nagas, you know you're not really getting that many procs. You'd have to like pick up Acolyte or Void Lord or some other thing to really take advantage of the Avenge proc. Because three Avenge yeah, is kind I, of a lot. I think the Avenge is is there to play Menagerie, not to play full Naga. You just you can splash the spells in non Naga comp with the Avenge. That's how I look at it. As you said, and no Naga is Death Rattle, so how can you feed it in a Naga comp? It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Even though it is a 4-5, but still. Yeah, it is a 3-drop, which is different, right? Usually these Avenge cards are 4s and 5s, and right? Where they, they feel pretty good. So you're getting a pretty early Avenge unit. And maybe like early game, you can just run it and it and like it'll be your like your engine for the lava lurker or something like that. Um, and you just run it. It is a naga itself, so a four or five too. Like, yeah, what? it's I know you can just buy it and no at no cost really. So I mean, you just buy it and put it last, and then you level to four. And if you roll into the four drop that gets plus one plus one, you can buy that too. It just unlocks other nagas. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. The 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 naga the non spellcraft nagas have good synergy, yeah. It's the spellcraft ones which are like, eh, you know, depends on. I mean, the early game ones are not super broken, right? But the later you get, right, once you start adding like divine shield, wind fury, eight attack, it, it starts feeling pretty good. Would siren trigger the effect of crit or wrangler and evertide brood? It should, yeah. It, it should. Yes, we have confirmation on that, I believe. I can yeah the siren procs all these things yeah that, that's why people are scared of the siren because it has it synergizes with everything even though it's it's some it doesn't read like it should but it it just ends up synergizing with every all the spellcraft stuff so yeah, it, it's because it says cast their spell instead yeah. of play their spell yeah i think so too that's the keyword which is which still technically doesn't work with the wording of those minions which say whenever you cast spell right or a spell on this or your spellcraft yeah, minions make you cast, cast their spells on themselves <laughs> just like <okay>. yeah <laughs> fine you know they're like i'll fix it i'll you know wording change kicked them uh but I, I i i feel you for sure um i 
And then we also have to talk about the spellcrafts that give divine children win free, right? I, I think that opens up a lot of like interesting mechanics that you can now do and also counterplay. Like the win free one I thought was, was kind of blah, but it means that like let's say someone's playing macro, you just like you can just make your minion win fury, right? Because that used to that that's like right now the counter if they don't have elementals or stuff or a Malgodon. Your macro just always always goes off and like you can cheese some people, but now that you can put Wind Fury, you can just put your best minion there and then like double kill the macro before it gets to reshield. So it does open up some things. The Divine Shield also I think is super can be super problematic. The fact that it's a uh, tier five minion is maybe the only saving grace, but you're you're gonna see some late game where people just have like random stuff and then. You like lose them, and then the next turn they're full board. They have a full board of divine shields, and you're just like, "What happened?" And they just like found four of these, and they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. imagine I mean, playing George." <laughs> you know what I just thought of though? What you can divine shield your like. Remember we were talking about like, what if Nadina kills your Leroy? You can divine shield your Leroy. Yeah, but then, then it doesn't make the Prester work, right? Because then Prester. No, because if they have if they're opening Nadina. Then Adina kills the shield. Oh. Yeah, I mean, then you'd have to know that, okay. Yeah, I mean, if they're playing dragons. Like, you'd also need to not want to shield anything else on your board. Because that's what I, I, I heard people say with uh, with Manted Queen. It's like, oh, but if you just give a divine shield, then you don't need to rely on the board. <laughs> yeah, but I have six other minions on my board that I might want to give that divine shield to, right? Same with, like, you can yeah. technically play around them having it putting in Adina first or having their Adina first. But also you have other minions who could want to put that divine shield on yeah, to like, do better in the fight. I, I, I'm I mean, gonna I'm gonna laugh when the person has like divine shield Leroy and like their their like Hydra is not shielded I'm just like okay. <laughs> okay dude <laughs> <laughs> good good on I mean you. I mean I'm not saying like you're always it's always gonna be right, but I'm, there's definitely like it's an option that yeah. you have. It is an yeah. option. There's going to there be situations where it's good. Uh, the tier 2 Naga that gives taunt for a turn, that can also mess stuff in the late game. You can trick your opponent with that. Like you have a taunt, and then the next turn you don't have it anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, if somebody isn't paying attention and they don't realize that that was, like, not a permanent taunt. I mean, it's not even about paying attention. It's... Like, the taunt is going to be the first minion to die. Like, you need to be super fast. And sometimes there are so many buffs that it doesn't even show it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's this true too. Tricky. This thing is really tricky. Is that why Champion of Yasharaj is getting removed? Because it's too strong with that tier 2 spellcraft. <laughs> 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 the synergy sure. is OP. <laughs> Maybe that is. That might actually. I, I think they just removed it because it wasn't seen play. But they, it won too many lobbies in their playtesting, and they're like, ah, the, the interaction is. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I can actually see it. I don't know. Infinite uh, scaling. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like the ability to temporarily taunt a champion seems kind of nuts. That's true. I mean, but still, I don't know. I, I, I mean. I, I don't know. Their playtesting is, you know, they, they try, right? So They try. Yeah, they definitely try. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I do think it's going to be interesting to add Wind Fury on anything or Divine Shield on anything. Uh, and it, 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 the, the most scary thing, I think, obviously, is just Divine Shield, Wind Fury, Cleaves. And if you don't, like, get countered by Leroy, it just, like, 
six for once and you're just like oh i lost to one card i mean technically three cards but you know you, you lost to one card right the cleave killed everything so i mean the, the scariest yeah. is just two divine shield wind fury huge lava lurkers on every naga board right yeah i the, and then the, they also might have a cleave but like the, those those lava lurkers are there guaranteed right yeah that's why i think lava lurkers are too one too... thing to point out with lava lurker though is that, except for like the um, synergy? Wait, no, I just lied. <laughs> Never mind. Ignore me. Ignore me. Lava I forgot is that. Broken. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, it, you like can't give it health without giving it taunt unless you have like one of the five drops. And then I remember there's the thing like plus one, plus one for every noggin. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that one's getting big. Yeah. Yeah. You. you... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, nerf, please. <laughs> I mean, the one counter to Lava Lurker is that if you give it plus three health and taunt, then they can just... Yeah, but, you know, once people understand that, that people are playing Leroy's every game, you're not going to do that, and then that's not a counter anymore, right? So but In the early game, it's huge to give plus three health, though. But, it's such a tempo it's, spike. But you, if you understand, uh, I'm just opening up Leroy in the lake, you're just not going to do that, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you're not going to do it. <laughs> like, it's going to be painful, though. Like, I mean, so it depends on how you're playing it, right? If anyway. your comp is the Lava Lurker, then you don't want to taunt it. But if you're just going to be like, well, my Lava Lurker is huge. Now I can just level like an idiot and make like a good comp. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it then depends you whether you want to keep it or not. Like if you're really committed to it. And I'm, but I mean, an like, argument to be made that Lava Lurker doesn't need three health. Right? Yeah, that's true, right? You don't need the health. I mean, it if you have starts the... off as a two five already. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't oh, need the, the extra health that early. Right? I mean, if you wanted to literally just solo your opponent's entire board, then maybe it does. Yeah, but but if yeah. if, if you have like a sixty a sixty attack divine shield wind fury, like you're fine. Like you're five health. Yeah, but I'm talking about like early <laughs> game, right? I just like like I have the um the one three and then the thing that gives plus three and taunt and i'm just like all right this is scaling two three a turn all right and now i'm leveling to six mm-hmm. only the first spell is permanent oh right. right that's true you can do it and just do it afterwards if you have another synergy yeah you just give it plus three health later if you have two spells. oh yeah, yeah yeah that's okay. a good point that's a really good point as well just gotta be careful with order, Kobe. Order, Lakoya, for sure. I mean, <laughs> that we never mess up order here, so I think we're fine. Haha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other day I meant to taunt uh, Thor Caller and I taunted the Alakir body, and then I got fifth because of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it felt bad. Yeah. Is there any card we've missed? I guess even Tide Brute. We haven't really talked about it. We basically haven't even talked about Athissa. True. I mean, this is for 6-drop. We are, to- we are going from okay. bottom to the top. Oh. I guess we are. We're going in any know. order we want. but uh... Yeah. <laughs> but... I'm, I'm going from most broken to least broken, personally. I think yeah. the most broken is the Octopus. If you, I don't think it's Athissa. The 6-drop, huh? Yeah, that thing is busted. It's Genie on steroids. Yeah. Like... Level to five, you triple into a six. Sure, like you level to five, you triple into a six, you get this, and then you discover a naga. So it's a naga, and then you get it immediately. Yeah, you get it immediately. Every turn you get, yeah, and and it's better. Yeah, it's better than genie because you're discovering instead of like just randomly. And you and genie is very good. So, I mean, also this is a five nine. 
Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. And like in general, it's when you discover Naga. One card. Like if you power level to five, there's a very huge chance that you don't have seven minions. Discovering this is so huge. You get two minions at once and you fill your board. It's insane. And then you get value every turn. Such yeah, it, it, if you get crazy. this early, you could probably safely level two, right? Like when, just because yeah. you're you getting three six. cards, yeah. So you get to go to six, and you you, you can start discovering it, uh, the Atissa, and then. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Like this yeah. thing is kind of like the the Elise body, but for Nagas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and that's really strong. I think another thing to point out is the fact that. Um, like you can also like have the spellcraft like you know you you have it you triple into five then you level to six immediately discover Nathissa but also like a lot of the Nagas that you have that you discover they're gonna have immediate effects for the turn even if they're not things you want to include right you just discover yeah. you know everything's Shield. bad but there's a spellcraft unit so then you just like cycle it you get a bit of extra stats for the turn versus like you know genie which might give you an elemental that does literally nothing I see what you're saying, because the payoff of a Naga is way better than a payoff of an, of an elemental on average. And then when you include the fact that you discover it, uh, it means that, you know, you can choose, oh, I want Divine Shield here. I want Wind Fury. I want Eight Attack. I want the, um, you know, the Doubler. I want the, I want another Lava Lurker. Haha. <laughs> you know, it's turn 10, yeah. but I'll take one. You can a triple if you have a Naga pair as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's quite a powerful use case for the card, so I do I do I do understand what you're saying. Where this might just be very nuts. So, oh, I mean it's a six drop, so yeah. Copium, uh, copium. <laughs> Leveling to five costs nine if, gold again. If if, if everyone's too busy staying down low, buffing up their lava lurkers, they're not tripling in. Yeah, well, I'm a tier six enjoyer, so you know, I'll be, I'll be up. There. I mean, it's new meta. I'm going three on three every every other game, so. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll find a way, right? I think three on three is gonna be very strong. Yeah, Amalgam incentivizes so much to go three on three. If you wanna play it, maybe Amalgam on well, two because Lava Lurker is on two. It also incentivizes this thing on two two. So, um. In my mind, going three on three, it means you went two on two. Yeah. Yeah. Like Lava Lurker incentivizes two on two, but then when you don't see Lava Lurker, you go three on three. Because then you can see the Siren. Yeah. Once you have the Siren, you know, every single spellcraft minion is suddenly insane. Yeah, it's basically going to be the same curve as Quillbor meta. Same exact thing. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely you getting get the broken two drop. Are you go three on three? Yeah. Yeah. Remember have... going three on three, you get uh, Bristol Bannerboard, GG clap. I got top two. <laughs> yeah, it was really not fair. I agree. And we have Kali Naga. We haven't really talked about it at all, but it's good. I mean, Atissa. A lot of stats. Yeah, it's a lot of stats, and and it has yeah, yeah. Barov is gonna have a lot of fun times this meta. Like <laughs> I, I do, like it doesn't even make sense. Like I went up bed and I get three gold three spells like we like I don't know. It's, it yeah. seems a bit much. Like the only thing holding him back is that it's a new meta, so everyone's gonna everyone's be doing random crap. Yeah, yeah. But if people are three on three, that helps you. 
It does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, I think people go through and through together. Well, I mean, you should know, right? If they have a Naga, then they, they, they win. If no, they... but like, if, if a lot of people are going through and through, right, they very often tie, and also the turn four becomes shit show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, once the meta settle, Barov is going to be the best hero. Barov was the best hero before, buddies. Yeah. So there's a very good chance it just becomes yeah. the best hero again, yeah. So. Also, we haven't really talked about Vulgin and Mutant. Yeah, yeah we haven't Vulcan talked about cool. heroes yet. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like with the spellcraft. Oh my goodness. Huh. Yeah, I, mean, I guess everything's a lava lurker. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because you can just switch it and it becomes permanent. That's true. That's a good point. Hmm. Maybe Vulgin. Yeah, but cool. the thing with Vulgin is that you already have the Shaker thing. So if you are already cycling gems for the shaker, it, I don't know how many spellcraft you can buy. But the plus eight attack is good for sure on Vol'jin. It's like shaker, and you don't even need the gems, so you just give plus eight, and then you switch. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. All like, right. is it is it more uh, terrifying than shaker swapping every turn? I don't know. I mean, the like thing with is with Shaker, Shaker... With Shaker, you buff two minions at a time. With this, you only buff one. Obviously, it's cheaper, but... I mean, you're not limited to a single spell, right? You can buff two mm. separate minions with different spellcraft spells and then swap the two of them, and they both keep it permanently. Yeah, I guess, but, like... Naga are you buy all the spellcraft then plus eight attack? Plus eight attack seems like the only one. No, I mean you're just playing Nagas, but then you get to keep the buffs. That's yeah. just how oh, you, you just have a board of spellcraft spells. Oh, I thought we were playing Max on Vol'jin. Okay, then. Oh no. You can get divine shield on on your yeah, Nagas. I mean, you can. Yeah, like so. you can eventually then pick up a random divine yeah. shield mech and swap it onto that, but you don't need to start off with mechs and buff the mechs. Yeah, and you just need a Lava yeah. and Lurker too, right? And you can just like give yeah. it Lava Lurker stats and then give Nagas, it Nagas, and then you switch into Hydra, sure. <laughs> I mean, Vol'jin literally doesn't need Lava Lurker at all. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know, but I'm just like saying, like if you want Divine Shields, like, that's why you could just add it's one. That's Nail, it's really good on Vol'jin then. Yeah, like, Nail's gonna be good. Yeah, we haven't talked about the Snoke, the Shell Collector, the added gold coin. That seems pretty like ridiculous like that they're just yeah. adding more economy and I it's like a bad thing it's a battle it's a buff cry. To hook tusk, and i like playing hook tusk <laughs> it, i i think this thing is like competing for best one drop with selemental and i'm yeah. slightly scared that something is actually competing with the strength of selemental yeah i mean it only has one health though there's to too fair. much infinite gold cycling i think yeah like there's there's too much because they're adding Shell Collector, they're adding the 4-drop, they're adding just, like, economy in general as well with, like, Discover the Naga, too. So, like, you can just end up having a situation where you feel like Gallywix and you're just like, I just have a brand. <laughs> but you, <laughs> you feel like Gallywix because you're just like, oh, I buy this, I get two gold, I sell it, I get a free gold. For the 4-drop, I get, I get five gold, I sell it, I find another one, I buy it, I get two gold, blah, 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 and you're just, like, going crazy. Just because you have a brand and there's so much Battlecry stuff. So I, I I don't know. I'm not that happy that they're adding uh, more economy because 
I just think like in the hands of the right players, you just go infinite and it just becomes hard to contest. So, I mean, I think without buddies, maybe you're not getting to that point as much. You just need a brand, right? Like, oh no. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that, but that point is like you're on a high tavern tier with a brand, right? You're not getting to that point as much. I, 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 I find a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't say you thing, wouldn't right? get there. You are the one there. playing that, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess so. Okay. I, I guess so, right? Like that's if the right. very top players find a way, then that's their edge, right? That's how you actually like climb. You kind of need that. Yeah. Fair enough. Hopefully, so far, it's this not thing is the, is the first token that doesn't buff Galwix, so thumbs up. True. I, I mean, mean Galwix is still yeah. totally fine with this thing. It's yeah. free for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know yeah, if Galwix is sad about this no card. It's not plus one gold. I mean, no. you get a gold. Well, I mean, neither is Swabi. But that's, yeah, Swabi's not that good on Galwix. It's good on Yeah. Well, oh, I guess it's not, it's not as good. Yet. Like, this is better than Swabi. Yeah, but every token is better than Swabi. Yeah, Swabi is like, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. child we don't talk about. Yeah, I, I skip Swabi sometimes with Galli, so yeah, that's true. Huh. Yeah, because huh. with Galli, it's like you want to keep cycling and getting like that plus one gold every turn, while yeah. the Swabi breaks the chain, which is awkward yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, well, that's true. It's not as good with Galley, but I mean, Galley still likes extra gold, just generally. Like, even if I mean, it's... You do, you, do, you do need economy units on, that people can buy on turn one. Like, I think it's yeah. important. Yeah, I mean... But like, now there's... Uh, I just don't like there's... the synergy with uh, Brand, I guess, is my issue. That's my, that's my concern. I mean, yeah, but if you sure don't have Naga synergy, then it's literally... It's just, okay, you just did... You got... You spent three gold and you got three gold, right? Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. Whatever. If you have golden brand, it's plus one gold, but that's like golden I, brand. I, that's I, always been crazy. I'm ready in a, in, in a month for you guys to be like, oh, this card is so stupid. <laughs> I'm ready. So, but, <laughs> but it's fine. I'll just I mean, sit here. This card is definitely stupid if you have Bran and Atissa. I'll give you that. That's All for right. sure. Thank but you. But like, that's like you have Bran Like I I think that's the case of like, you know, you, yeah, you should get a reward for having Bran at his side. Uh, right. I mean, it's similar-ish to like Bran Agam with a Blood Gem Generator, right? Right. Except no. it's just free. Yeah. 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 I, mean... I, I say similar, not the same. This is slightly better, but also if this is a six drop, Agam's a five drop, right? And Blood Gem yeah, Generators are, are more common than just the one singular card, so. I think this is fine. It's gonna be fun to play Brand on six, and I'm it's it's always it. fun playing Brands. Brands never been like a not fun. <laughs> I'm just like yeah. I, I don't know. Do, during Arma Meta, my boy Brand was sad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was a meta where I was like, I can't buy Brands, and I was not. I was very confused. I was like, Brands not good here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. But yeah, I I do think. I think this card is gonna have complaints, but maybe it's fine. And then um, I don't think people are gonna complain about this card. No, even you're right. If it's you're wrong. right. You're right. Dude, people, <laughs> they always they they're just gonna target like the one the six drop that's broken, and then they're gonna ignore the one drop economy that's really activating the broken. Right. It was like faceless. Nobody complained about yeah. faceless because you couldn't tell that that's what you lost. To. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. 
Faithless was a problem. Glad it's, it's not back. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the other cards, we haven't talked about the double Dominion stat card. Some people don't like it. Some people think it's okay. Uh, what's your thoughts on this card? If you don't immediately have a way to buff it, it's like you just triple into a five drop and it's a four four. Like Yeah. You need the light fang engine or something where you can just You need some engine, yeah. yeah. Like I I, I think it's like... not that good. I mean I think it's okay. I'm not thinking yeah. saying it's terrible. Yeah. The but I think it's going to be very hard to triple into. Nagas don't have that engine outside of Athissa, basically. Right? Like, you need permanent... You need some sort of scaling engine that's permanent, which is, it, like, it, on 5 and 6. It could it's be a, okay with Nagam, but even then, it's not, like, the best Naga you can have. Yeah. So. I think it's a good Menagerie piece. That's how I look at it. If you if you want to go uh, Menagerie, like sometimes you get two fives and it's like a Light Fang Mithrax, you could do Light Fang this card and just say, yeah. okay. Yeah, for sure. I'd still rather have um, either the Wind Fury or the Shield Naga as my Menagerie, but like. Yeah, I'd rather have the Shield one. Parts. I agree, yeah. but this is something. So. Um, and especially if like there's no poison. You can definitely create this card soloing a whole board. Well, unless they have a Leroy, which they will. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah. you know, like, it, it, maybe if the Leroy is, like, taunted and you have some other filler. Like, you could have this, like, fifth place where it's, like, a 400 unit and it just, like, solos the rest of people's boards. So I do think there is some potential with this, especially if you triple it, right? You can have this, like, be... 300 stats or I mean, you know into 900 and it's just like yeah well like I you're think. bulging you just need some massive stats uh, so. and you just yeah, like swap this in but actually though it doesn't uh yeah you can't do really broken stuff yeah you can't do really problem. broken stuff but you can basically be like oh i have like a 100 100 but i want a 200 200 so i guess here we go yeah like, yeah. or you can just get like battle master and then you swap with this and then you have a big boy, yeah, yeah. So, there, there is some potential with this card, but it requires effort and you also need to commit to it, which yeah, I think it doesn't seem hard. super broken to me but at tier all. Five, it seems a bit too expensive, but yeah. if it was a tier four, yeah, it yeah. Feel I, a bit I, if this was a tier four, I would be super complaining. <laughs> I agree, yeah, but tier five, so, you have to put some weird effort. Thought. I can Maybe see this card actually thing. getting buffed. Like, yeah, I can see them saying, like, 2-2 two, two is too little. Make it a 3-3. Three, three. Make it yeah. a 3-3, three, three, maybe. Three, three, yeah. Okay. Uh, At least it's a 6-6 six, six by itself. Yeah. yeah, that seems okay. Yeah, I could see that, too, actually. They, they did that with, like, a card that doesn't already, scare right? you. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I can see this getting buffed. Though, I can also see this, like, getting removed. <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> So, I think uh, this card at lower level might be a problem. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's very true. This could be the noob stomper, where people don't play Leroy's and stuff, and you're just like, well, I just have a, I have one 300, 300 here, and I win the lobby. Like, and no one knows how and to then, And then, like, somebody has this, and then they're, they're uh, it gets killed by a Leroy, and then they go on Reddit and can't like, Leroy's so broken! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I can see that. Like, it had Divine Shield! Like, I made this 300-300 taunt Divine Shield! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't forget the taunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because people just make massive taunts, and it's like, it's like, dude, why are you being so toxic? You're just going to lose when somebody puts poison first. 
<sighs> yeah, so it, it's an interesting card, interesting design for sure. Um, I do think it's hard to play like in high level lobbies because you have to invest super hard into it, and that always opens up like huge weaknesses. But uh, it could very be a could be a really strong card, especially if people aren't like playing around and you can like. And if you can instantly give it stats, that, that can be really powerful. So if, if you're playing Vuldren or something like that, and you're just like, well, I just buy it, swap into like my biggest unit or something, and now it now it's like has 100 health out of nowhere or 50 health out of nowhere, that could be pretty powerful. But generally, I, I don't think people are going to like fully invest into this a lot of the time. So we'll, we'll just have to see. But yeah. But, but I will introduce you to a crazy concept. Maybe... Okay. Now that Amalgadon got removed, we'll actually have to invest into our carries. No, oh, no, 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 no. It's com <laughs> combo comps every day, boys. Beast, Beast, Menagerie, Goldrin, that's the only, that's the only leapers. way. Leapers. Leapers, yes. Leapers dude, I'm actually so scared of leapers. <laughs> Just oh, like, dude, dude, dude Divine Shielded Burn, oh uh, my god. Like you, like you, you just find know. the thing, shield your Baron off. You, oh, it, you, you never get zapped now because you can always buff it. Because usually yeah. you used to have to rely on quill boards to play around, and they can always find a way to buff it a little bit so that it's not the biggest minion on your. I mean, not the lowest attack minion. So yeah, I mean, leapers are gonna have a field day probably. And you can give your Macaw Wind Fury Divine Shield, like, yeah, okay. Okay, but Leapers are gonna have a field day except for the part where people have Wind Fury Divine Shield Hydras. Yeah. Uh, let's ignore that. Could... That's oh. only high-level lobbies, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, no. No. Making big Hydras. Copium, no. copium. <laughs> copium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't do yeah, it. Like, they... Like, low MOR players definitely don't just go all in on making massive Hydras. Definitely not. Yeah, okay. I hear you. Especially hear you. after they saw it on stream. Uh, I guess yeah. that's true. Like, I, the, like, the thing is, like, usually my experience is that players who aren't as good at the game always want the cleave. Like, they always want Hydra. Like, from people in chat suggesting, like, why don't you take that Hydra? Right, like, no way to buff it whatsoever. Like no hope of it at all. It's like, what is the cleave? Uh, that's I have noticed that too. Huh? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I used to be a cleave Andy myself, so I can relate. I'm still. Oh, I mean, making big hydras is like the best thing to do, dude. You can actually make big hydras with Hogger now. It's so crazy. Like I, I can't believe days, that. Like a 2020 hydra was big hydra, so it wasn't that hard. Yeah, that's true. Like you just buy a couple of jugs. There also used to be the four or five in the game, so you could actually yeah. battle cry buff it consistently. Yeah, that's that's true. I forgot about that card, the sensei. What, what card is oh the four or five? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh it did get removed. I used to I love like doing that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Now that you make me think about that card. It was pretty Man. fun. Yeah. yeah, literally the card's only actual function was buffing Hydra, but it did it very well. Yeah, it was it was a fun one to to do. Um. Anyways, I think um any other Nogus you want to talk about here? Any, anything? Or I think I think we covered most of them. I mean, we we haven't really covered the spellcraft ones, but they were kind of just relying on whether you get the other synergy. That's why we kind of 
ignore them, right? But like show the three one, give a minion plus one for each friendly Naga, right? You're you're not really caring too much about them unless you have Lava Lurker, unless you have Antissa, unless you have the other pieces, right? They're they're not like a core part, but they just kind of facilitate what you want to do once you start getting the other pieces that we did talk about. I guess we haven't talked about the Snow Cavalier. Uh, once a turn, if you cast a spell, gain two health. I do think if you get this early and you have a spellcraft, it's pretty down good, right? You're getting two health on a five attack minion every turn, but it's not like it's not a key piece. You're probably, I mean, I I mean, I guess you could keep it, but it's not something you care too much to have. Yeah, if you had a bacon, once you get into the mid game, like you can just ditch it. But yeah. in the early game, it's super strong. Yeah, early game, it's super good. But once you have real direction, you're probably just going to get rid of it. Because you can get more than two yeah, health. It's going to be like, game. I don't know, 5-12. Like, that's not that impressive in the mid game. I mean, uh, mid game it is, right? But mid, like late, I guess mid-late, like that transition. Yeah, yeah I'm just... talking about like turn 10. Yeah, uh, that's horrible, yeah. yeah it's just... But early game, it's really solid for sure. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It has synergy, so it's it's a decent card. It's like a road ball, right? Yeah. You keep it and then you sell it. And then you sell it, yeah. I agree. Except uh, with this, you don't actually have to like invest your buffs into it like you did with Road Boar. Yeah. 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 Like it's not once you cast a spell on this, it's just once you cast a spell wherever. There's a big difference. Yeah, and it works with coins, it works with gems and, and whatnot, so it's pretty easy to trigger. It's a good buff for the Quillboard hero. It is. Yeah. Now, oh. you not only have the Quillboards, you also have this one. So you have three outs, which is really, really good. Black one's going to be pretty good, isn't he? Yeah, 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 he is. <laughs> he really is going to be pretty good. Yeah, if you get synergies, he's going to be pretty strong. You can power level to six, I think. Like every time you level, let's say you have a tough task, you get a shield, then you have a snail, you get plus two health, and you got plus two plus two on top of that. Like it's really good. Talk about the discover one. We did talk about the discover one um a little bit earlier. Uh we think it's broken. I mean it's gonna be really good. It allows you to level quickly. And if you discover it early, it, it fills your board. You get to discover a, a naga that uh, you know, it's usually going to give you tempo because they usually have spellcraft or some kind of synergy. And then once you level, you also get start pulling a Tissa's. And once you get a Tissa on your board, you have your full direction. You can just pop off. So I, we think it's going to be really good. It's a better it's the genie. card that you want to triple into. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. definitely one of the better sixes. Um, but I think Maybe there's a the lot of good sixes, one. to be fair. Like, Almost all the sixes, except for probably the Mantis Queen's the weakest. Which is yeah. funny because it's also the... the Murloc one. If you are tripling early, you don't really want that Murkai. Yeah, I and guess you're tripling. Yeah, you, you have to be um, already Murlocs, Murlocs uh, for this to be good. But if you are Murlocs, this is insane, right? It's, it's a I mean, if you just have a Primal Fin. Yeah, it's putting money. <laughs> yeah, but that's not that good, right? It's just an eight-five that gives you one gold if you're not playing Murlocs. I mean, it's like a genie, right? The genie's not trash. Yeah, it's okay. And if you have a brand, like, right? Usually, if you have power, like if you have a brand, you have a primal thing, you have this. Like, cool. 
Yeah, I'm talking like usually if you power level and you get a six, you are not gonna have a primal fin on your board unless if you got lucky with Todd, which yeah. can happen, I guess. I mean, eight attack though, like it's not, it's decent stats. Uh, are Brad? you gonna build Murlocs around this? Like, uh, Honestly, you're gonna roll two Murlocs. You don't have a brand, like. I mean, I don't know. Not I'm not saying it's amazing. I mean, but... I'm gonna build Murlocs around it if I can pick up a brand. Yeah, as, exactly. As the like I think this is one of the weakest six drops. If you are power leveling, if you yeah, are yeah, yeah. Murloc, if you're power leveling, this really isn't good. But yeah, if you have Murlocs, yeah. this is a really good like finisher or stabilization like for Murlocs. So, yeah. and it's also like for the end when you're like. I need some more stats, but I also really can't afford to buy battle cries because I need selfless, and I can't afford to keep this brand on my board. Yeah. I think once this gets going, it's going to get really big really fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's basically better Felbat at that point, but requires a bit more setup. And Felbat's yeah. already good. That's one way of looking at it. It's a Felbat for Murlocs. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry for putting that thought in your head. I don't like that. That's actually ew. disgusting. Okay, I might play it more because of that statement. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. All it, right. It is not possible for it to triple your Malgadon because there's no more Malgadon. I, I do think Brand's going to have a field day in this patch. Like, oh every, my God. Everything seems to have Brand synergy. That's that's what I've noticed. Yeah. Every, almost everything has brand synergy here. So. What doesn't is not gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. Ship demons. Except for Leroy. <laughs> just, yeah. just buy that. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do think there's gonna be a lot of nonsense. Um, the next thing, I think, since we talked about pretty much all, most of the Nagas. I wanted to talk a bit about Lobby Legends, right? Because that's going to be happening in a couple of days. And, I mean, I talked to Shady about this a little bit. He was more fair, I guess, or, you know, more reasonable. I, I wasn't happy that they're going to be doing a Lobby Legends tournament based on this patch because there's so many things that can go wrong. You have, First of all, you have, like, three days to practice this meta. And then... You have to figure out what's good, and then you also, uh, you know, are going to be judged based on your, you know, your cap capabilities here. This isn't what you practice to get to the finals, right? You've pretty much been learning the last three months how to play buddies well, and now you basically have to, in three days, relearn the whole meta just to... Um, and people are going to judge you, right? Like, if you would, like, go triple eighth on in this patch, people are going to be like, oh, this guy sucks, but... or. But that that's not really the case, right? Maybe you had, you know, work or you had some other commitments that you didn't know that, oh, I needed to, I need to spend like three days this week practicing this patch. And I mean, I have more to say, but like, I, I don't want to hog the whole thing here. I, I just wanted to kind of say, what's your thoughts on this? Is, is this okay? Like some people think it's fine. Like that's just part of learning the game and whatnot, but I think it's a bit weird. I think it it's like happened. It's always happened. Like they always do this. I know. And I know, but this is regular practice for standard tournaments. I know. I know. <laughs> but is it is that is, does that mean it's okay? That's is my 
I mean, a... here's one thing I would say. I think if you weren't guaranteed to get like, you know, you get like whatever, what is it, like $1,200, $1,300, no matter how you place in this tournament. Like if you weren't guaranteed significant sure. amounts of money, I think I would definitely be, I would see more of a problem with it. But you did all, you do already get something just for show, just for getting to this point, not just for showing up, but for getting to this point. So it's fine because like the downside isn't nothing. Like you've already made right. it to the finals, even if you do badly, you've already made it there, so you're guaranteed some prizing, and it shouldn't feel as bad. Is is what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Okay, that's 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 somewhat reasonable. I can I can understand that for sure. I mean, honestly, I'm on the minority. I think that this is good. And I think it's fun, both okay. for the viewers. And also, as a player, I will be excited to play in such event. Because <laughs> everyone has the same time to practice. And also, if the tournament was played on the old patch, like nobody will want to watch it anyway. So what I, I would. I, I would watch it. For <laughs> but I oh, guess no. I, this is what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear some alternative opinions. Personally, yeah, like so. I, you, I agree. Sorry, go ahead. It's also like the fact that if it's getting played on the old patch, like they've taken away your ability to practice on the old patch for I mean, like three days before the tournament. Like, obviously, you had a lot of practice beforehand. Yeah, but like also, it makes it feel like you can't play the new play, stuff. Oh, you're in right. Way, that's true. Because you you'll you'll start to like unlearn how yeah, to play the buddy patch. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, that's a big point. And yeah, just, and could, also could just I have think... the tournament three days early. You know, <laughs> come on, like right before the, the 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 patch drops, you just have the tournament, and then after the tournament, you have the patch. Like that 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 could be an easy compromise. Like it's not. I, I mean, it would be significantly worse for viewership, though, I think. Yeah, like, people, like, yeah. currently, I'd say viewership is quite low based on the fact that everybody's in Naga waiting room. People don't really yeah. care about Battlegrounds right now. And you don't, like, if you are somebody who is already established, it's mm -hmm. less of an issue, right? Yeah. But if you're somebody who wants to make a name for themselves, you need people to actually be watching this, right? Yeah. Because, because, like, frankly, the prize money is nowhere near as significant as the exposure you get, right? That's probably true. I mean, that's true for the winner. I, I would say that's not true if you don't win, because I don't know why. But people don't care about, like, second place that much. But I, I do think for the winner, like, it is really good exposure. So. Um, I mean, people don't care about the second place also because, at least in the last Lobby Legends, as soon as it was over, like there was no overview, nothing. Like you needed to go and search and dig for the final bracket if you wanted to know who even was the second place. Oh, Just really? show the winner, and that was it. Oh, yeah, that's that, that's bad uh, production. I I would say then. Also, I think the check format, the way the check format is, definitely encourages people to only care about the person who won. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's this hard. time, it was a bit anticlimactic, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also had a situation of the tournament being very, like... Like, Be Nice just kind of dominated. I I, yeah. I threw it. I could have... I could have. I think I could have not made him win that lobby if I played it better, but it's it's, gotcha. it's whatever. I was not... Like, But, like, you know, if you I look from know, the point of view of a spectator... For a viewer's perspective, he, like, got really good comp, 
and then like sniped all the threats one after another before yeah. they get they could pop off so yeah i guess that's true yeah he sniped the you he sniped the ticketus he sniped them all <laughs> it was not insane but uh, yeah. kudos to be nice he played really well yeah like i think if you have a situation where two people have the lobby in check That's there's more, more likely to be attention yeah. on yeah. Yeah. on the that second other player, person yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's true like be nice that they just like kind of rolled everyone and it's just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, all right <laughs> <laughs> guess it's over <laughs> it was so quick i was like no <laughs> no one else could compete but uh yeah i i guess yeah i mean it's it was more it's more of the results of that first tournament more than just like um the tournament itself in terms of exposure i would say for that that is pretty true so maybe if there was like a second person getting in check and it was like a back and forth right that would be a little bit more interesting for the viewers and and maybe give them more exposure for both players so i i, I would agree with that um but it, it's kind of cool to hear the different opinions and how people are like oh it's fine i you know i just didn't like i i guess from a competitive standpoint i don't like it and that's really like my priority um but there are other benefits, I would say, for having it in this way, where things change and then bam, there's a tournament, a big tournament about it. So it 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 kind of reminds me of the invitationals that they used to have, where they'd invite some big streamers and then they would just be playing on a new patch for prize pool, where it didn't really feel like oh they knew exactly, but at least here you have more skilled or you know most likely more skilled players. Like the streamers aren't bad by any means. But like these people have been like grinding for months, so they're usually they're usually pretty knowledgeable, and hopefully they they can learn the meta in, in a couple of days. It is it is a separate skill set. They're yeah. somewhat linked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like some people are better at learning stuff, and other people are better at grinding and perfecting the strategies. Yeah. So this way, at least people get to showcase their skill. Yeah, like they they show that they had the second skill by qualifying at the end of the season. Now they get to show if they also have the skill to adapt quickly. Yeah, that's that's definitely the way to look at it. It just sucks if you're not a good player at adapting quickly, right? And you just lose because of that. And like it, the first lobby that yeah. that was not an issue, right? That 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 isn't a skill that's being tested. But this one randomly, uh, you will be, but. It is right, part of I mean, the game. Yeah. The next one, it's going to be a skill of how can you play through lag when you're playing on. The yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I I have it's like 200 millisecond lag for every action. It's pretty bad. So yeah, yeah. There, there are. There I just are... gave up already. Honestly, same. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I mean, I will play, but I don't expect to do top four. Honestly. That's fair. I, I guess I'm not gonna show up. Yes, with sure. a very limited time, right? It's only a few weeks, so it's really, really grindy to get there. Okay, okay, that's 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 a good point. I I like hearing that. It's not, it's not all bad, and and other people do like the changes and like you know playing a tournament with the changes. So that's good. I I was just like not happy, but. I guess I, from learning others' perspectives, listening to Shady as well as you guys, I'm kind of like, all right, it's it's not as bad as I 
initially felt. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, I guess kind of last thing I guess would be the just like the any any meta hero discussions. Any any like notable things are going to be a lot better because of of these changes. Like, uh, you know, maybe we, we should talk about the armor before this. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You're right. Oh, that's a big deal. I actually completely forgot. Let's talk about armor. I completely forgot about that as well. So, their armor reform. I expected them to remove the armor instead of reworking it. Uh, you know, removing it. Hmm. They uh, they did yeah, removing it for some time separate. and then bring it back. Yeah, we previously said if you remove it all, then you're just gonna have trash heroes that are obviously going to be trash. So you're most likely going to be better off giving like a preliminary amount, like. We guess it's roughly this, and then you update it afterwards. I think you're less likely to have balance problems with heroes having too much or too little armor doing this. Then you have balance problems from heroes that don't have armor that very obviously need it. Yeah, and, and um, there is like some prior data that they can look at. So right, it's it's not it's not a blind guess. They have some. You can just yeah, you just look at where the heroes were before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean. I, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. And, but and yeah. then you put Drekthor and Vandor in maximum armor, obviously. <laughs> yes, you do. Which they did. <laughs> Which they did. I mean, yep. And you call it a day. You're done. You, you know, you're like, job's done. They have 10 armor guys or seven most of the time. But yeah. Yeah, actually, now that you say that, most heroes are basically where they were before the bodies. Mm hmm. That, yeah. I, 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 and I think that's generally fair. Right. So if we're looking at the. You want to go armor by armor or do you want to. Move around because I haven't looked at this at all. To be fair, I, I have no idea, so I don't mind. We can, going just, we can just go down the list and see yeah, if there's yeah. any that like are surprising. All right, so tier one out. zero armor: Rafam, Hooktus, Cookie, Daryl, Omu, Flurgo, Gilwing, Inni, Lord Berov, Maev, Master Win, Millhouse, Mutinous, Ashara, Scabs, Vulgin, and Yasera. Anything jump out to you guys from this? Any. <laughs> Yeah, only any, any, yeah, and any is weird because right now she's I mean, like near. They hate any, so yeah. <laughs> No, I don't think it's that they hate any. It's that any overperforms at and lower like, MMRs, the lowest MMR yeah. ranges. Yeah. yeah, so they're just scared to give her any buffs because they don't want her to be too strong at lower MMRs. But like, if you're a high MMR player, it just looks so wrong. <laughs> Like it's yeah. like what's going on here? Yasera also has zero armor, so I mean Yasera, like yeah. we've seen it be very Yeah, dominant, yeah. You give Yasera some armor we've and seen it's a it, problem. Right? Yeah. yeah, I guess. Oh. Like what's weird to me is Queen Ashara, zero armor. I, I what's your thoughts on that hero? With you? I think the hero is reasonable, but usually what they do is they put it, it like uh, oh, they, one armor tier above too where high. it should be. Yeah. Then they nerf it by one. It, yeah. So this time had like zero, a... so they think this hero is crazy good. Yeah, which is yeah. understandable. Like one gold to discover a thing is really, really good, <laughs> right? Yeah, but like, like if you don't take chroma, it's yeah. gonna take a while before you activate. It's kind of like uh, Ragnaros that you can control. Yeah, I, I think turn six, it. turn seven usually is yeah. when it's gonna pop. So. There's less of a problem that the hero power doesn't do anything early, right? Like right now we very much have the feeling that 
oh, if your hero power isn't doing something right immediately from the start of the game, that's a problem. But that's because of buddy meter, right? right? Yeah. If you remove yeah. that factor, it's not as big a deal that she doesn't do anything extra in the very early turns. I don't know, though, because, like, if you get in a lobby with some tempo heroes, like, you can easily start the game on 20 HP. And, if you and, don't have and a maybe power. the but maybe the hero power is good enough to mitigate that, right? That's that's yeah. the question, right? Is being like able to force discovers afterwards, yeah. yeah. If the discovers afterwards, just make it that you get a good Naga setup very quickly. Isn't a big deal that you lost that early health, right? It's yeah. definitely of the category of a hero where if it's good and if she survives. She's very good, right? Yeah, she's gonna yeah. be really. So good. then, yeah. I think it's reasonable to say we don't want to give her help surviving. Yeah, like yeah. if she has too much armor, she is a very big problem. So maybe zero armor is too little, but it's better than giving her too much. Yeah, but problem. it it is interesting. That's a good point. This one, man, it's interesting that it's initially getting zero armor. Basically, their playtest is like, ah, oh, this is so strong that we can't even. I think like, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, every hero that, like, because, you know, they're generally not going to be balancing around the highest level. And basically, every hero that gives you tribal direction does really well yeah. at lower at low levels MMR. of play. And in their playtesting as well, like, to be fair. Because, right? you know, we're yeah. not playtesting, right? Are, so, those are one of the same, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they're probably doing okay. But, like, maybe once you get to high MMR, we just kill the Asharas, right? And it's like, this hero yeah. doesn't do anything. But maybe in their playtesting, they always get to get their, their warband to proc their buddies to go and it pops off and it's like, oh, this feels really good. So that might be the case where it's going to feel really good at low MMRs. But once you get like into high MMR lobbies, it just dies. And then it's like, well. Yeah, like at high level, I could totally see this thing being like either you get Chroma and then you're strong or you don't get it and then you die. I I'm thinking this will be a Quillboard Dragon Naga lobby hero. That's my thoughts. Yeah. Right, because you, yeah, you open up like the... You can stay on one. Like, the strong thing with this hero, I think it's strong if you stay on one, you proc, and then you on a gold level and dig your hero power. That's when I see it being strong. Yeah. If you can do that, then it's strong. But if you don't switch your hero by that point, then the hero is kind of pointless. Yeah, being able to level for seven gold and hero power for one, I think is... is if that's going to be the nut situation, right? If you can get that to go. Yeah. And you'll also if be able to level to five on nine gold now. Oh, are they reverting the, the level? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah they're, they're reverting the thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Oh. I get to play more tier six, even though I do that so much anyway. <laughs> it's going to be so weird for me. I'm like, oh, wow, I get two gold every time I level now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, okay, sweet. That's that's good for me. Is that and that's... you can double level to five again. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Hmm. Hmm. I'm surprised they're reverting it. I really well. I mean, I, it was a buddy based. I know, thing, right? I know, but I I I mean, I was like, oh well, I I I can still level like pretty fine even without the buddy. But maybe it maybe it's gonna be too hard for other players. So that's fair. I'm, I mean, I, I like the change. It's good for me, so whatever. But yeah, and any a yeah. bit weird. Um, the other heroes, I'm not, not really... I think Gale Wing is also kind of weird. Nah, Gale Wing was, was only no, bad because yeah. of the buddy meter. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Gale Wing is I mean, fine. Before buddies, Gale Wing wasn't bad, by the way. Good. 
like oh, if we're on a three good. on three meta again, Gelwing's good, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah, three on three Gelwing is nice. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say Gelwing would be bad. Like I think it's just the buddy didn't help him, or until people figure out how to they play. They made tier three so much better because they mm-hmm. removed Colite and the new tier three Nagas are also good, and there is Amalgam. Yeah, yeah. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, we can move on to tier two armor. Uh, uh, we got the question in chat that they made tier five more expensive just to block bear off leveling twice. They didn't. Uh, they they didn't. made leveling to five more expensive because people get extra gold free with their buddies. Yeah, the the buddies gave you extra gold pretty much on almost every hero. So it just allowed too much high rolling, where you can just like oh go to four, go to five, go to six, like no no problem pretty much, but. Um, now, now you now since you don't get the extra gold with the buddies, it's more okay to revert to now. Uh, okay, tier two, two to five armor: Alakir, Phelan, Cthulhu, George, Jandis, Kurtris, Maligos, Nazad, Patches, the Pirate, Finley, Akazamzarek, Lich King, Gallywix, Varden, and Yuzarella. Anything jump out to you? Any hero, any any, any, any Gallywix, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Janice. Janice, I'm not as, as... I'm very happy that Janice gets armor, but I think if I'm playing Janice, she should not get armor. I'm okay. I'm okay with Janice, to be fair, it. yeah. Uh, it's it's the galley. Like, this hero, this when this hero pops off is so strong. Uh, I don't. I don't like in giving it any safety. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, like I Yeah. You, you want to risk it and die, you know, or or you pop off and win. Because like the the late game with this hero is so like this hero skills infinitely. It's it's not one of those heroes where like oh I popped off and now I get like like this extra value for the remainder of the game. No, I just I just keep getting stronger. Like as the <laughs> Just, I don't stop getting stronger as as the game keeps going. So it, it's one of those heroes where if you can just get through that rough early game, and the buddies did like the Galerix buddy really wasn't designed well, I, I would say. But like the buddy for Galerix did that really well, where you just win the mid game. And I just don't understand. Like I I do understand this is a hard hero to pilot. That's the one like caveat. This, but like it's gonna get easier with spellcraft. Yeah, with like buying. Buying and selling a spellcraft minion just to get the extra effect is way cheaper on Gallywix. You're gonna have more rules to get it, so you can get significantly more utility very easily on Gallywix. Oh, and then uh, what's it called? The new flat tusk. Yeah. Yeah. And and the four drop. It's a like. Although I think Bran is still the best thing you can do on Gally. Yeah, but you can do Brand and the Flat Tusk because, like, you can get so much economy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Gally's going to be the best hero. Uh, Or Barov. Like, day one, Gally is the best, I think. Yeah, when Barov gets better. Yeah, agreed. Or Tess. Tess might be the best. Nah, I don't think that's better than Gally. Probably not. Tess is gonna is gonna struggle with the gold spent, right? 
if the if the most significant thing you can do is get early nagas, then Tessa's gold investment into the hero power is a significant problem. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe in lower level lobbies Tessa's better, but then the higher you go, the galaxy is yeah, yeah it feels more. I mean, also when you don't have Amalgadons, like. Like right now, if you have, you can be Galax, go infinite, and Tess just has seven Amalgadons on board and you yeah. die, right? Yeah. But like once stats become more relevant, then Galax, I think, becomes more pulling ahead of Tess because Tess can't copy the hero power. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Anything else jump out to you in terms of like the heroes? I think nope. the rest is fine. Yeah, I, I would say like maybe the rest could like there there might be some that might want more armor. Like Cthulhu, I don't yeah. I don't like this hero. Like, I don't think Cthulhu, I think needs would need more armor, but also Thune's better at lower MMR, so I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't mind uh, seeing Same Lich King with more armor. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like the hero is unplayable now. They Lich King. Well, Lich him. Lich King with yeah. uh with uh. Leroy. Leroy, you know, and you I'm love that. Leroy, that's why I understand. But if there wasn't Leroy, for me, Lich King is basically Tamsin without Leroy. Well, you can hero power, you can hero power Gas Curler, and then Gas Curler can get Leroy, <laughs> and then another Leroy. It's like, it's crazy. You can also just buy a Rattler, and then you have a better hero power, and you don't have the Lich King hero power, but you spend two gold. Well, get what? this. You have a Leroy and a Gas <laughs> <laughs> then okay, then, then it's then we are going scam comp. <laughs> it That's actually going to be so toxic. Oh my <laughs> god, man! Like, like I have like a full board of like you know whatever, and it's just like Leroy, Leroy. Leroy. <laughs> he just can't. He just can't do anything. Uh, yeah. Like you just have to have a coiler to deal with the Leroy, and then it's just like whose coiler spawns a Leroy. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, is Varden oh. okay with this little armor? I think I, so. I, I, I think it's a hero that we... I don't want that to have too much armor. That's fair. Fair, that's I fair. Still think it's, I think it's probably bad with this amount of armor, but I understand that, yeah, if it gets more, it's not... I, mean, I, I think I the think buddy the... was really important, though, for Varden. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but we're think... also looking at a meta with like really strong two and three drops, and Varden can just like get uh, two them. of whatever oh, it yeah. is, right? Yeah, if you get double Those, lava like, lurkers, like, huh? Varden to me feels like the better hero out of the ones that got released during the buddy time. I think yeah, it's the it's, only one. It's the only one where playable. I feel like I'd play without the buddy. Yeah, uh, maybe Phelan, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, Phelan yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Phelan is insane. Varden, Phelan, right? I love Phelan. So. <laughs> I'm still dude Phelan, you just get a lava lurker turn turn two. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. that's insane. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all for <laughs> that here. Yeah. And then you can just donkey roll for the spellcraft on turn three. Yeah, yeah. seems solid. Double by spellcraft. But yeah, like Varden, you just get, you know, whatever it is. It's I think Varden like the reason Varden feels like they need the buddy is because everybody else has buddies, has but buddy, I think when yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. All right, moving on. We've got tier three, three to six armor, Brucon, Death Speaker, Blackthorn. I'm already questioning that one. Edwin, Maleficent, Ragnaros, Shutterwalk, Silas, Tavish, Tess, eh, Ticketus, and Yogg. Yogg, really? Okay. Wow. Brucon, really? 
Yeah. And Khan and Tavish, I feel like those heroes are unplayable. Yeah, same. Exactly. They, they, they do not feel good. At all. Yeah. Yeah, the, the heroes... Yog? I mean... Yeah, I, I even really I, I play so much Yogg. Like, so I'm like, Yogg with armor? What? <laughs> like, I don't understand this one, but, uh, you know, that's going to get changed after they see me play Yogg, but, you know, it's fine. Brukan, <laughs> Bru Bru the heroes that were released with buddies, I really feel like they were very much designed around their buddies. So I, yep. I don't really understand them not getting that much armor. Like, I mean, Brucon I mean, I don't maybe. Understand them not getting removed, honestly. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's more <laughs> true. <I don't> <laughs> Why aren't they getting removed? Um, isn't Buddy less Brucon just OG patches? Oh, patches' hero power used to deal. It used to deal like two to three minions or something. Or I like, think it, it was four to two, not four to two. Oh, yeah. Four to two, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that also cost one. This is yeah, costing cost zero. zero yeah. Like this definitely does something, but that doesn't mean it does anything like useful. I mean, the yeah. flexibility of the death yeah. rattle is potentially yeah. useful. Yeah, in Avenge or something. Like yeah. Brukan might be playable. Um, but yeah. not in a three to six armor range, range, I think. But Tavish, like, no. <laughs> yeah, Tavish does nothing. I mean, it's Tavish it's okay. Doesn't have a hero power. Deal, you deal five or six damage to something. It doesn't do anything. I guess. Like, he can pop a divine shield at best. Yeah. Brukan pops all the shields. Oh, 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 you kill Leroy. It's genius. Shoot low, <laughs> you kill Leroy. Shoot low. Oh, that's actually true. Yeah. It, it, but that's like, you're at the yeah. point in the game where people are Leroying you. Like, I, I feel like good luck getting there is Tavish. Yeah. Yeah. Tavish sucks. Yeah, I, like you're I, not gonna have any minions worth Leroying. <laughs> no, I mean every gonna... everyone's Nagas. It's fine. You'll have a you'll have a you'll have a lava lurker. It's fine. Copium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get, I get the lava. Do, do you die if you kill Leroy? <laughs> That's actually funny. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It says that destroy the minion. It doesn't say destroy the minion slash hero. It's fine. We live. Uh, yeah. That would be so troll. <laughs> I would be so annoyed. <laughs> Holy shit. It wouldn't it would really affect like, how much yeah, yeah, Unpickable at that point. I would, I would just be like, no, I'm never playing I mean, this. It's already unpickable. It doesn't really make a difference. It's already unpickable. Yeah. I do think Blackthorn probably could... It's it's probably gonna be better than they think, right? And and might not not need armory. Yeah. Um, I like three to six on Blackthorn, honestly. Not with Nagas. I, I could see him two to five. I could see yeah. yeah. A bit rough. Yeah, two to five is probably fine. Yeah, two to five is probably where I would be. Same thing with Yogg. I mean Yogg, I mean I, I, I mean, but then I, you're looking Yogg at a difference is... of one armor. It's pretty insignificant to be honest. Okay, that's I think that's Yogg fair. is not gonna be that good because Yogg yeah. is not good at forcing stuff. So you can't really double by Nagas even if you have two in your shop. If you I can't mean... no 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 no. If you can't force stuff with Yogg, you're just not aiming well. Yeah, there's there <laughs> you go. There you go. I see my Yogg buddy fanatics here. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but I mean, I'm still gonna play this here, so I, I think I'll I'll find a way. You know, I've been playing Yogg since the game came out, so whatever. Yeah. But everything else, I mean, Ticket is probably okay. Silas yeah, probably okay. Like the prizes are spell, so he gets a little buff. Ooh. And you can get the spell that gives you coin, and then you get two more spells on top of that. Oh yeah, I guess take this is gonna be a little bit better than normal. Yeah, I I don't think Ragnos has recovered from the uh, the acolyte nerf, so I, I don't think it's yeah, gonna be hasn't. that good. Yeah. I mean, who's yeah. gonna be buying Ikiems now? <laughs> That's true. What's the point? I mean, who was buying Ikiems in last meta? Only the clueless people. Uh, no, but like Eni was buying Ikiems. I, I sometimes kind of bought it. I guess. Like some people buy Weavers and then they buy Ikiems and then that's reasonable. Like if I was playing yeah, but... Rag with buddies, it was when demons were in yeah. and I was just praying yeah, to that... face someone with an Ikiem early, right? That was my but secret the thing too. The about Ikiems is that you boosted your opponent meter so much. It was crazy. Mm, whatever. I don't care. As long as I get mine on time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel you. As long as I got mine on time, I agree. Uh, but yeah. Also, wait, Silas though. Like Silas's discoveries are spells. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, but like you're not gonna buy all the tickets anymore. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, in the early game you kind of do, right? Yeah, in the early game you do for sure. Yeah. Like in the mid game, it's not like you get a spell every turn. But I mean, you're gonna go like Silas has always been like a power level hero pre buddies. Yeah. Yeah, go three and three, five, four and four. It, I mean, it's probably a good, it's probably a good meta for Silas. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's probably fine. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. yeah I feel you. Fine. Let's not it's think fine. about it. Tier 4. <laughs> Wait. 40, what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 47 armor. We've got Deathwing, Brand, Galakron, Graybull, uh, Kalthos, Mukla, Nazdormu, Reno, Sindrigosa, and Zephyrus. Hmm. Why does Mukla? Uh, Mukla seems like it's gonna be good I mean, in this. Why does Bran get Bran? Yeah, what is that? Actually, what is that? Yeah, that's especially with the new coin battle cry. Yeah, yep. yeah. Bran seems like it's gonna be really good this meta. So it's interesting that it has four to seven armor. That's, that's a lot. Seven armor Reno's Bran stuff. is so kicked all And also Reno, like Reno on seven armor with bodies out, it's insane. Yeah, Reno did not like the buddy meta. I, I I'll be honest. Like some people find like it, it meant like you had to like force Baron Buster. Like that's that's the only brand comps yeah. I saw doing well. Or they got like an early Nomi or, or whatever, but like all the, the people like that... some croc combos were also good with the buddy. Yeah. Like you could play golden buddy and then have like double croc or grok coiler in the back and that was really good tempo. That was it. Yeah, turn three golden lava lurker GG. Yeah, that's gonna happen. I don't know if golden lava lurker is that good. Nah, like, it's so gonna if be... you have two spells every turn, then it's good. Yeah, you yeah, just you... get the golden lava lurker. You start rolling for spells on two. <laughs> yeah, you need the spells. Yeah, should be. Or like you, you have the lava. you have the one three that you bought, and then you just roll two times for lava lurker. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And like you also hear part, you get you get a four ten on four turn ten, three. Yeah. Like wow. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I was making golden road boards when Quillboards came out. Yeah, actually, I can see that. Okay. Yeah, but that was that a misplay. Wasn't, this like, time it wasn't. 
Damn, brutal. All right, I hear you. Uh, any any other heroes? I mean, I think the arrestor generally fine. I think Nod is gonna be good. Nod is really good at forcing oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nod, three, yeah. Three. yeah, Nod seems pretty powerful. Free and gold? also Mukla with the bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Mukla on tier four is a bit kick W as well. That's... I think well, the thing about banana to the others. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Like you enable everybody else to buy spell synergy cards. Not that so, they like, weren't you're... doing that before, but yeah. No, but like you enable them yeah. to buy it and like actually activate them immediately. Yeah. I mean, but what is that? Like, what what synergies are actually there? Right, we have. Um... There is the snail, the four drop, and the six drop. The snail, yeah. The snail, the, yeah, the yeah. four drop. Yeah, and the yeah, and the six drop, yeah. So a couple of them. <laughs> it, the corrupted, the five drop doubler. It's like with Mukla. <laughs> it's like yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I guess it's basically the snail. It op everyone can play the snail if Mukla's in the lobby. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit scary. It it might mean that you could you could roll on two if there's a Mukla, right? Because then if you hit that, it's like oh I. I... But like the upside for playing Mukla is that the four drop is really really good on your hero. It gets plus two plus two every turn for free. I mean, it's the same as Peggy was. What is going? Yeah, on but here? for Peggy, you need to have another pirate. This you can just buy it by itself. Yeah, that's true. Although uh, Peggy also triggers for every card you buy, so there's yeah. Like it's basically just another Peggy, which is not bad at all. Yeah, but I still don't think because like Mukla. Like, usually the way I see it is, like, when cards are good, a hero like Mukla isn't as good, right? And we're going to be in a meta where I think finding cards is going to be the most relevant thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I, I guess it's fine in the armor it is. Like, it's not like a... It doesn't, it's not like a flashing crazy signs. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a problem. Like, I think we're also used to Mukla with his buddy, his which buddy, is very yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah. Without the buddy, Mukla goes back to being a pretty, like, just like some uh, okay tempo, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, tier he five. He doesn't get the triple for free anymore. Hmm? Also, Zephyrus might be a bit spooky, but. Yeah, see. I agree. I'm always a Zephyrus fan. So yeah, but there are not that many good Golden Naga, right? Most what? most of them, even if they are golden, they do the same thing, like all the yeah. spellcraft. The big one is the siren, but siren, lava lurker. Um, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, I that's mean, not that many. Maybe you rather. <laughs> sometimes you might rather have cool lava lurkers, but I don't know. Maybe the triple is just good. They're kind of similar, uh, and they, and you get the discoverer, so it's probably fine. Yeah. Um, for tier fives, five to eight armor, we have Alexstrasza, Arana, Eudora, Illidan, hmm. Lord Jaraxxus, Bigglesworth, Anixia, Patchwork, Rokara, Sky Captain Crag, and Yasiraj. Hmm. Why is Arana here? Like this, this was one of the worst heroes before buddies, and it's only the buddy that made Arana playable. Yeah, I don't understand why this is here. At least none of these have too much, right? Yeah. None of these heroes have too much armor. Yeah, yeah I guess good. that's true. One thing is Alex, right? Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They, they buffed Alex. Yeah. 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 
they changed the odds for Caligos and they're oh. still changed. So you yeah. can like one out of four time high roll a Caligos and win the lobby. Yeah, and, and with extra lobby. armor, that's going to be nice. I think it's like 22% or 23%. Yeah, but do you, do you win a lobby with a single Cali? Well, no. You level, I mean, you get then double you Cali. go to yeah. six eventually. Like, you get it so early. You have a full dragon board. Like, Alex, once it pops off, it's unstoppable. But there's also no Amalgadon to discover off the hero power. That's true. Yeah. Just the odds. But the discovering Amalgadon right? was not that good most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, you st it was still like. You can it's discover so amalgam. This would be a huge amalgam. buff if uh, buddies were still in. You're like, oh, I go to six. It's always Cali. I, <laughs> I never get the the falter if I level to six for play the buddy. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, I mean, with the with the reg with the um, increased odds, Alec could be really powerful, especially with the armor, so yeah. that you get to level uh, riskier. And and also the um, it the. The reverting the leveling to five is also a big buff for Alex Charles. So I actually think Alex probably has a good time in this meta. Um, since it's yeah. easier to level to five as well. So. Maybe not immediately, but after uh, Nagas get toned down a little yeah, bit for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Af after Nagas get nerfed. Yeah. Anixia, why does this thing have. Uh, <laughs> why isn't this thing 10 armor? I don't understand. Honestly, I was expecting for Anixia that they would at least make the whelp like. Three ones or four ones, and they didn't do anything. It, but I mean, they think, might later, why right? Is this a hero? Like, why is this a hero? It doesn't do anything. Yeah. Why would they play this over uh, anything? Yeah. What's it called? Deathwing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Bit rough. I mean, you, get, you get a Venge Prox, right? Like, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, but it never recovered from Acolyte nerf. That's, that's, yeah, the that's true. Yeah. These heroes are just really hard to play. Now. But also, I feel like Anixia without body meter causing everybody to tempo into you early might be better. I don't but it know. also means you don't need a tempo, so you might don't even need to buy four units either. So you you might not even get this thing to proc up a whelp until like turn five or something. <laughs> or you're just like, yeah, if I, if you I'm level to three and you're just like, well, I have two minions and I have three, and then it's like, okay, now I proc it. So it's just a hero that doesn't really make sense right now, especially without yeah. buddies, without acolyte. There's there's no really re real reason. Yeah, to I, yeah, this one can like it has something, but I think it definitely can fall into the category of needs ten armor to be playable. I don't even know if I'd play I don't, with 10 I armor. Play yeah, even with 10 yeah armor. I agree. All, all the heroes uh, with 10 definitely armor. Worse. There's the, definitely worse. The 10 that armor mean tag is delete delete tag. Like <laughs> delete yeah. this hero. It doesn't. Why it like 10 armor is not saving it, especially without buddies or any any way to like make up for the the unplayable hero power. So yeah, I don't know. Also, I think this is the first time that Jaraxus gets armor. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah. I don't think it ever got any armor up until this point. Which is weird. Same thing with Illidan. Why does Illidan have like why does Illidan have armor? It was like literally bottom bottom five before the buddies came in. Same thing with Arana. It was like bot it's because of their 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 I mean, like the buddies have like warped their perspective. <laughs> On these heroes, <laughs> and it's like, like oh at yeah. At least Illidan, if if you survive in the late game, the hero power is the nuts. So if you give him armor, it's a hero that I could actually see myself picking. 
the hero power does going something. first every time yeah but like all the other heroes with like 10 armor they're all unplayable compared to illidan spoilers yeah. I like illidan at least does something right yeah it does it for free at least yeah at least you have some early game tempo you get you get yep. to attack i guess and then you always go first which sometimes is relevant Maybe, maybe, I don't know. It's it's not a crazy hero, but maybe it's fine to give it five to eight. Uh, nothing yeah, else really. I having 10 armor as well, but yeah. like, I think it's okay. Okay, sure. Then Krag and Biggleswarf are also interesting. Biggleswarf with armor, we've seen it, right? Can be really good, but it, it, you can also just falter. Like if no one dies before you, it still happens. So it probably still will happen. If, you know, you have no hero power until someone dies. Right? Or if there is a paid actor in the lobby, it's like the wars. Yeah. Yeah. And Sky Captain Crack. I mean, it's. You know, it's I mean, level. out of these heroes, these are the only I would pick. Like Alex, Eagles Wharf, and Crag. The others I wouldn't pick. I'd pick Alex, Eudora, Bigglesworth. Hmm. I'm a Eudora hater. <laughs> I mean, I think Eudora definitely <laughs> suffered from everybody playing the maximum possible tempo early, right? And now it's not going to be happening? I guess. I, I'd play Eudora. I don't know if I'd play Craig, but yeah. It, it's interesting. There, there's no, nothing, no red flags here for me. Uh, tier 6, uh, 6 except and... Except Alex. Yeah, except Alex. That's true. Except Alex, maybe. Like, it, I have to... Kind of have to play two games with Alex, and I'll know. But I can't tell immediately. But it, it's probably true that it's it needs to be like maybe a little bit nerfed in terms of armor. Uh, tier six, six to nine armor. We have Karyl, Shamvala, Elise, Toki, Solfang, Wagtago, Rakanishu, Tasman, Curator, and Rat King. Uh, any any thoughts here? The only one I will play is Elise. Who will I Nothing play? Else. I think Tamsin is significantly better than everything else in this tier. Just because it's a zero gold hero a power. Zero gold body. Yeah. yeah. Curator seems okay. Uh, Curator seems okay, yeah. I like agree. if you're if everybody if what you want to be doing is going three on three and getting amalgams, like your three on three already have one. So now you I, can get two more or like just right. I you also, can build into that kind of thing. I also remember yeah. when uh, Nightmare Amalgam was in, like, Curator was actually extremely good because you could play Menagerie super easily. Uh, with to be this. fair, there were 24 heroes at the time. Yeah, you okay. Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> yeah, <fair>. that's <laughs> The Amalgam yeah. is a 2 2 now, right? So it's like so yeah, much it better. It used to be a 1 1, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. There's, there's other benefits. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. That that might not be a matter. Um, the others are hard and to play. Curator seems really good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I used to actually like that. Like pre buddies, I actually liked Curator in certain lobbies. Just go three on three, um, and I think that's gonna come back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you win turn one and turn two, and then you lose turn three, and then you win again. Then you win again. So. Yeah, yeah, seems okay. Especially with that much armor, like yeah, yeah, with that yeah, armor, 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 yeah, I, I can see it for sure. And then maybe yeah, Elise. The reason why I like Elise is just because with the maps you can force uh, force things, yeah, easily. yeah, and, and and there's things to get on every map. Two map you have something to look yeah. for, three map you have something to look for, four map you have. So I do think and Elise. Spells. 
and their spells. That's a good point. Yeah. So I can see Elise getting changed actually. Curator, I think it's probably like no one's gonna care. Yeah, I mean, either. more than changing Elite, they can just uh, nerf Nagas and then it's gonna be unplayable again. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's that's true as well. You have uh, you have a lot of levers for this one uh, here. Uh, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not. The rest of them, I don't really see me me playing them. And then we have the unplayable tier tier seven. You know, uh, we've got one gem. Yeah. Oh wait, AFK is there. That one's fine. No. Director. Lich Bazal. Oh yeah, yeah. Lich Bazal. Oh, this is probably really good, right? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's spells and it's gold. Oh, oh you get a spell. It's oh, it's oh my god, that's so oh. true. Holy moly! <laughs> yeah. This this well, might not I even need really ten armor. I am gonna hero power till two, yeah. <laughs> till I'm at two. Till I'm two, <laughs> yeah. You're right. That's a good catch, Soren. That's a really good catch. Yeah, I'm. I'm playing that. You're absolutely yeah, yeah. right. Not be good. Not be good. The the rest of these is blah. Maybe <laughs> so you can hero power yeah. fives and get Leroy. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not a fan. Maybe AFK though. Uh, I might. I might see. But other than that, AFK no. with the Nagas, there's a yeah, there's a lot of good Nagas on three, so I can see AFK being okay. Yeah, the the rest of them, no, I'm not really. Touching yeah, I mean, them. tier three got better, so maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, those are the two I'm looking at here. But it's funny, right? These, I mean, Lich Bazaar is like way better than some of the other ones, <laughs> the other tiers. So, kind of weird, but I understand it with the hero power. It's with the hero itself, like the way it functions, it's probably. I mean, it really feels like she just just be buffed to dealing one damage, and then she doesn't need all the armor. Yeah, that be, but that would be insane. That would be insane. I think though. that's too good. Yeah, that's insane. That would be too good. Yeah, sure. I, I think that's that's a bit too much. Like zero armor, let be dealing one to herself seems broken because like you basically yeah. would just be able to hero power for the entire game. Yeah, and and Sneed cannot hero power Leroy again or Leroy. Compared to seven armor, you tap every turn, right? Normally, two damage. So if you start at seven armor, you get three turn and a half. seven. You're yeah, turn seven. That's already the difference, right? Between no armor, one damage, and armor two damage. So then after yeah, turn seven, you're profiting. Yeah, so yeah. it's just better like after after turn, turn, seven. turn seven. It gets slightly better, right? It's noticeable, I would yeah, say. Yeah. That, that, that's every game you would notice it, pretty much. I, I feel like one damage is like taking one damage feels like pretty, pretty insignificant. Free. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would. There are some turns I don't tap right nowadays, but if it's yeah. one, I'm always tapping until I'm at one. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I think Especially that that does like, change things. On average, a game lasts until at least turn eleven, like turn ten, turn eleven. So if you make it only one damage, like it's like she has eleven armor every game. Yeah, you get, you're basically giving her more armor. Like it's yeah. it's not even a nerf. You're buffing her by giving her more armor if you do that change. Even if yep. you even if you uh, give her zero armor, it's actually just a buff. You end up giving her like fifteen or twenty. Or, well, not well, depending on how long the game is. But like you end up giving her even more armor, which is a bit weird. So. Um, not not okay with that change, but yeah. And it's also like if she is too strong, you can just tune down the armor, right? And that's yeah, fine. But yeah. I think I think this is fine. This is a hero. Where it's like without armor, it is too weak. Yeah. And so, then without with armor, it can be a good hero. Yeah. But if it's too good, yeah, like, that's yeah. fine. 
Yeah, I, I'm okay with it. We'll we'll just have to see if it's like broken with Nagas, right? And then we'll see if Nagas get changed or if she needs an adjustment. So yeah. And then we have like mercenary updates. Kick oh yeah. No, I'm kidding. Kek w. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Kek w. What if Blizzard allowed us to see Bob's store and then she's the hero? Yeah, I would have been okay with that. Just be like, sometimes, oh, you know, there's a Battlecry in the shop. Brad's pretty good. Oh, there's a demon in the shop. Draxus. Okay, I'm not picking Draxus. <laughs> is it, is it, is I mean, I will pick Draxus. Like, oh, my shop sucks. I, I dormant. Double Trickster? Oh, yeah, I guess I picked Draxus. Okay, Double Trickster is different. Like, hey, that's not, that's a different Why issue. is Trickster still in the game, man? <laughs> Who knows? Oh. Who knows why it's still in the game, but it is. And, uh... It's okay though. Champion's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the champion removal. Like I thought they were removing uh, either Prester or uh, Gem Splitter. Uh, those are the two I was looking at. Where I, I think I was, was looking at Coiler, honestly. Coiler. Yeah, because of Leroy. Because of Leroy. I put back my ex now. <laughs> Oh, that would we, be so troll. We went full circle. Right, we're next. We want my accents back. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I mean, Mantis okay Queen is like trying to replace the... that. Yeah, I'm okay with them removing weak card though. Because like even but though is champion weak though? Sometimes. I mean, it's like average, right? It's never like something that you get and you're like, oh, I'm let's go. Like it's not gem splitter, these kind of cards, right? I've seen people. So win I'd with rather champion. have more playable cards so I have more option instead of having bad cards that I have to skip most of the times. Yeah. Buff Whelps, uh, Whelp Dragon. Uh, make yeah, it make Whelp. it deal one base instead of zero base. Like, I think it's such an easy change. Like, it, yeah. it, it, like, and then it ties with so many more things and not useless. Like, I, I don't but know. during Buddy Meta, that would have been the most toxic change ever. It would have. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's true. You just remove that card. It's so annoying. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I would. Whenever I see it, it's just annoying, right? It's either in my shop being a bad unit, or it's on my opponent's board just griefing me. Like either way, I just hate it. I mean, I have so many games where like it's turn two, and you have seen like five wells, five wells, yeah. and you're like, what am I doing? <laughs> I was supposed to play. <laughs> yeah, I've been there for sure. It's it's not fun. Pass your hands. Very, very, very true. All right. Um, Collins, am I allowed to ban people who say Prester is needed? Yes, ban whoever you want. If you're not modded, I'll I'll mod everybody. But I'm pretty sure everyone's here is modded. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mod have full, you know control in this chat here like you can ban whoever you like yeah you know what i'll do it i'll do it for you poor presser enjoy yeah we we don't we don't tell you know you you don't say hey that's okay no pressers for you but yeah um <laughs> Like our last kind of discussion is like just a meta hero discussion now that we've talked about armor. I'm moving on. I'm done. <laughs> uh but yeah, any any uh 
Any thoughts on how the meta is going to change without buddies with the armor discussion? Any heroes you think are going to be secret OP, secret good, secret weak, all that stuff? I'm kind my of. Pocket, my pocket picks are going to be Nods and Elise for sure. Nods and Elise. Bandas. Yeah. Just for Snagas. Go ahead. I, I'm if not... you breach, you top eight really fast so you can go to the next one. I don't know. I'm not a big Janice enjoyer. Uh, Shady was. Shady definitely was like, oh yeah, Janice every time I see it. Now I'm just like, oh. You can swap the Divine Shield spellcraft now. Yeah, that's not that good. I mean, for endgame, like, just, you get the extra shield. I don't know. Like, not, yeah, that's not like something you would do at the beginning of the game, right? Not. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. Nice, right? But I'm just saying, there's also just, like, generally you can swap spellcraft. Which can be okay. You have the coin thing, which like if you're not if you don't have Alley Cat, you can just swap the coin and get some econ that way. This work uh, that well with uh, with the Nagas though. I don't see like any really strong synergy within the tribe with the Jandis. Maybe I'm missing something. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like uh, there's I don't know. Like if you if Beast are in, obviously, then it's still playable. But I don't know. I. I also yeah, Jar George and Naga Kobor. It seems so. Oh strong. Jesus, like, dude! Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's insane. That's yeah. disgusting. It's like Shaker, but actually permanent. Yeah. Oh god! Like, because remember, like you know, you could get Copium Combat Scaling with a Peggy and a Splitter, but now you can get Perma Scaling with that. Yeah. George is gonna yeah, be playable. And George has five armor. We. <laughs> oh my god. He's balanced. <laughs> yeah. Although, I don't know because like there seems to be a lot more big stats comps. Like, I mm. think big stats are gonna be more relevant than divine shields. So ah, it's you're gonna saying be easier to the divine George. shields. Hmm. Yeah, especially because there is Leroy. Like divine shields, they usually have one or two big minions. So with Lero, you just wreck them. Oh, it's it's really hard to scale a full board of shields. Ooh, this is cool. There is developer insights on battleground balance. Wow, that's really cool. They never do that. What? Okay, I want to take a look at that. Um, I guess I um I could put it in the Discord as well. Yeah, maybe you just read it out loud if it's not too annoying, and then we comment. Sure, I can do that too. Um, yes, I can do that. <laughs> I'll try. Um, I have to move it. Imagine me reading. Oh, wait, they shared the yeah. sentences. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. A lot of cool stuff. Um, the following is being posted on behalf of John Mc, 
Intri- I don't know how to pronounce his name. McIntyre. McIntyre. That sounds way better than what I said. Yeah, Hearthstone Battleground lead de- designer. De- Hello, Tavern Girls. As we wrap up the current Battlegrounds buddies patch and prepare for the upcoming Rise of the Naga Battleground session, I want to share some data from this past patch and explain some of our design philosophies. We've been asking for this. Perfect. When it comes to designing and balancing arrows. First, let's look at the overall active player MMR distribution right now. The top 50% of players have reached uh 5700 mmr the top 25 have reached 6500 mmr and the top 10 have reached 7000 and congratulations to the top one percent who have reached 8300 so that's interesting so top one percent is 8000 it used to be 8000 now it's 8300 so it's going up slightly but that's not that much it's going up right like only 300 mmr in like a year it does it's just end of the now. season, right? End of the season, it goes up. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So it, it's kind of interesting, right? You like, at least as a streamer, I get all these comments like, "Oh, dude, I'm in your lobby," but I'm like eight thousand. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like it's like top one percent, dude. Like, it's like yeah. For here, here are the stats, right? Like, it's really impressive to be eight thousand MMR, even though like sometimes you're comparing yourself with streamers or like you know. 14, 15, 17k. That's like one guy. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it it's quite impressive to reach um, even you know eight, nine k MMR. That's really really good. So um, it's kind of interesting just to have that data there, like uh, confirmly. And this is end of the season, right? At the beginning of the season, it's going to be much lower. So kind of cool. Hmm. Uh, I also want to share the top ten. Well, the top, there's, there's a exclamation mark. I don't know what that means, but like top 10 performing heroes from all players since the last balance patch in alphabetical order. So we have Karyo. This is a big bow for a hero. Shambhala. Yes, dude. People are telling me Shambhala is bad. I'm always like, nah, it's not. Flurgo makes sense. George the Fallen. Inny, Stormcall. They must be using like all MMR. Yeah, it says all players. Yeah, the top oh, Okay. All okay. That makes sense. Lord Jaraxxus, Maleficent, Manastorm, Patches, the Pirate, Tavish? Tavish, wow. That one's surprising. Yeah, they just forced Terragosa, probably. Yeah, I guess that's true. And then Yasera. Okay. So, coming back to your Shinkala. Uh, uh, oh, this is all players, I see. surprised by Ini, but you read Kariel like it was the best year. Oh, uh, well, it, 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 it's because it's I see Bofer playing Karyo all the time and he just wins with the hero. So I'm not like, I'm not like surprised, <laughs> I guess that's, that may be me. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right. And this is all heroes, all players. Okay. There's a difference. So let's compare the, this list to the top 10, per, 10 heroes for our top 1% during the same period in alphabetical order. Arana, yeah, makes sense. Fargo makes sense. George, yeah, makes sense. Mukla, that's all me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> my no Shadow... one else was willing to play him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> my Air Shadow Song, Sir Finley, Mutinous, Gallywigs, Vulgen, Zephyrus. All of this makes sense. Every single hero here makes sense to me. Any Anything jump out of you here? No. No, yeah. I, I can... George, but uh, at 8K for sure, George is the nuts. 
Also, yeah. in general, if you find a gem splitter, anybody can win with you. Yeah, yeah. George is good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. even if you don't, right? Even you have if your you buddy. You just put shields on stuff, you get your buddy, you get the attack. You're not going to win a lobby, but you're also not going to do terribly. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you're not, yeah, you as a beast, you're not doing badly, and then you find splitter, you just insta win. I, 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 I think in this buddy meta, people weren't like willing to like spend their gold to buy ghouls. I saw this so many times where I'm just like, okay, you could buy a ghoul, and then they're like, they're more focused on their own comp than countering your comp. Wait, so, wait, but that's on an A, right? Yeah, and well, yeah. And A yes. players don't <laughs> buy ghouls. That's a known fact. <laughs> <laughs> on an A, yes, I will throw that in there, yes. In an A. I was noticing that people don't buy girls, you know, in an A for sure. Yeah. But uh, I remember watching Wobble Wheezy when he was climbing on you and he was complaining like everybody buys ghoul. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't even playing George, but he was still complaining. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, so that that's fair. I, I I do notice that in an area. People don't play goals, but yeah, for sure. Um, so I can I can definitely understand it. All this makes sense to me. One of the reasons I am sharing this information is to show that there aren't universal hero rankings that apply to all hero players. Heroes perform differently depending on player skill and engagement with the mode. A lot of people find success with minion type uh focused heroes because they provide a clear direction i agree but those same heroes don't perform as well for our most competitive players very true even two players of the same skill level will find success with different heroes because they push different playstyles. that's also true the takeaway here let's read this is that players shouldn't feel obligated to pick only the heroes that work for the best one per, top one percent of players yeah, is that the takeaway? I mean, depends, let, on, depends on their goal. Yeah, but. yeah, uh, and it depends if you are the one top one percent of player, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but sh should instead experiment with different heroes to see what performs best for their skill bracket, level of engagement with the game and play style. Which I do generally agree with this, right? A lot of times people are asking me, oh, what, what, what hero should I play? What should I learn? And I always just say, like, play comfort. Like, if you're trying to climb, like, actually just play the heroes you feel you're comfortable with or good at, or, you know, statistically, because you might not play the same as, like, some random high MMR player. You might not do exactly what they do, right? And they have, diff they have different uh, skill sets. And even top-level players differ with heroes. Like, you know, there's a Janice enjoyer in this chat, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not that guy. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, even even at the highest level, people have different play styles and preferences. So you just have to, like, get good with what you know and what you're comfortable with, and then, like, try to refine the small like, technical mistakes a lot of the times and, like, improve your own play style um, if you want to climb. Pretty much no one. You were saying, you were saying that, should the top one percent look at what's best at top one percent? But like, that would mean I'm effectively um, tuning my play to what the best eight K players are doing, and I'm not doing that either, right? Yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want is what I always say. That's yeah. my. <laughs> like, but no even one the likes top that 1 advice. Top one percent shouldn't care about the data from the top one percent. Right. It, top it, one percent should like no. Yeah, it, it's sometimes good of a, of a reference if you aren't like playing all the time. But yeah, usually if you if you're good enough and you're top one percent, you you don't need the stats. Like a lot of times, 
I'll look at like HS replay stats and I'll just like not agree with it. And I'm just like, whatever, like who cares, you know, but it's still good sometimes just to know, oh, if you're not like super sure on things and, and you, you don't care about the heroes, you don't, you don't have a preference, just be like, oh yeah, well, everyone else seems to do well with this hero here, so I'll just pick it. But generally, if you know what you're doing, you don't need it, especially if you know the hero, so that's fair. All right, moving on. One of the goals with hero balance is to keep hero diversity high by making sure that heroes are kept in an appropriate band of power. So they don't want to balance everything, but they want a band of power, like a, a, a range that fits their, um, you know, criteria. We look at all skill levels when trying to identify which hero needs a nerf or a buff. Yeah, this is where like high MMR players would like, you know, groan at this statement, <laughs> you know, but it's fine. Um, that's why we sometimes adjust a hero that is over slash or underperforming for new players, even if those same issues aren't seen by our most competitive players. Yeah, we see this a lot. I mean, a lot yeah, of we know this. Yeah, I yeah we if you're if you're a competitive player, you know this already. Like a lot of the buffs, um, sometimes when you're looking at it from a competitive angle, just don't really make sense, but. I always have to remind myself that they're most likely looking at this from a overarching all player standpoint, and then I can put it into context. But usually like from a competitive standpoint, I'm always like, eh, this doesn't make sense here. And, 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 and even though they do this, they can, this can, this isn't always great because some, there are some heroes that just do awful on average, but are amazing if you're decent at the game and they just never get touched because oh like yeah. on on average though these are horrible but like once you pass like uh some competitive level or, or something they just become so dominant and you know you can see that with like gallerix and stuff like that where on average people do horrible with gallerix like this this hero is really bad on average but like you see at the highest levels how strong the hero can be but it just doesn't get touched it gets armor <laughs> <laughs> in the patches because it's just like yeah you know our, our, our across all skill levels this hero is pretty bad you know and and it's just it, it just feels weird um as a competitive player to just like say yeah i guess that's fine you know but you can see the context at least of where they're coming from even if you don't agree with it um, with this in mind what happens if a hero is too weak for one group of players but can't be buffed because then it'll be too strong for other players? That's basically like Jiraxis, if you want like a technical example. Um, Jiraxis in the competitive level is too weak for us, but you can't really buff Jiraxis because at lower MMRs, Jiraxis is just very dominant. This was a design challenge we faced with Shutterwalk. So they're giving us another example. This is uh, we faced with Shutterwalk after the launch of Buddies. Shutterwalk repeats all the battle cries you've triggered this game. Most players' strategies with this here is to buy lots of battle cry minions. Stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, and then use their <laughs> hero power as late as possible to copy a bunch of battle cry effects. However, Top players use the different strategies. They mostly buy battle crime minions that summon other minions, so they bought tokens. Then they repeat those effects with the hero power for triple rewards. So you buy tokens and then you 
use your your hero power to triple the tokens that strategy was harder to execute not really let's let's be honest <laughs> but, but more powerful arguably easier yeah arguably easier the other thing <laughs> yeah. yeah arguably easier you just needed to know that this strategy existed it's not it's not that the strategy was harder it's just that you have to know you need the knowledge to understand that you can do this and not be punished and and be rewarded so it, it's more of a knowledge gap than a execution gap so that i mean i think at high level like like because you would go down really low in health yeah and so like you might get strong but you need to play it well from the point of spiking to not die yeah that's true you need to you need to know what you're doing with the triples that's that's a good point as well so that that might make it yeah, by Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, done. Okay, not not all of us are so skilled, okay? <laughs> oh my god, yeah, for sure. Um, Shutterwalk needed a buff for the majority of players, but we didn't want it, our changes to have a larger a large impact on top players. Our design change was the buddy to give plus two plus two to battle crimes. It adds to the shop. This helps keep players alive when they're buying many different types of battle cry minions, but didn't have as large of an impact for the players looking to buy one or two specific battle cry minions. All right, I, uh, I mean, okay, there's, there's not too much left before I have something to say there. I hope this example helps show how, even though not all individual balance changes are for every player, we do balance for every player. As a final note, Nerfs are a higher priority than buffs because a hero being too strong warps games more than a hero being too weak. All right. Uh, with Rise with Naga, we expect a big meta shape up and we're excited to see what you all make of it. As this new meta develops, we'll be applying the same balance philosophy when it comes to addressing, ass assessing players' feedback and looking at data. I hope this was informative. I'll see you in a tavern. Jordan, George. I mean, John McIntyre, Hearthstone Battlegrounds lead designer. And then the, the uh, exclamation marks are just like at least five games played in the last 20 days. Um, it's late in the season, so I'm the highest right now. We're only looking at the last 20 days. So this excuses players that play the new con and stop playing after a few weeks. So it means even this top 1% is the more engaged population. Although, oh. um, I guess 20 days is a decent amount of time. Yeah, I mean, five but, games in 20 days is not a lot, to be fair. Yeah. That's not, yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost, I play five games in a day, right? So. I mean, I haven't played five days on NA in the lot, or five games on NA in the last 20 days. Oh. I'm only counted once. That's, that's fair. Um, but, um, okay, so the, the final thing they said is, like, I hope this um, example shows how, even though not all individual balance candidates for every change we do balance for every player i do think the example they used is very like um rare like this isn't a that uh shutter walk adjustment is like is one of those changes that you can pat yourself on the back but not all their changes are like that i would say like that elegant yeah. so it's look at him man shot <laughs> <laughs> down the tear in the face like ten times. Yeah, like, like th this is a this is like a very good example that worked out for them, but it is not the not normal um, way they adjust things. Like, uh, it, and it, it's hard. It's it's not normal because it's extremely hard to do, right? To 
see a problem where the, a hero is like too strong in this one section and too weak in this one section and adjust perfectly where it doesn't change how one subset of players do uh, a, a play it, but the other, but massively changing how the other does. Like that's so hard to get correct, right? And I, and I do think like the Shutterwalk example is like a really effective change, but it's one of the like the rare and like few adjustments where they get it like that perfectly right and obviously they're they're happy to share that but it's not it's not that common um in their changes for that to happen where it just perfectly works out where oh the the high level players don't don't feel the nerf or the buff and then the the um the, you know the average players like oh this is a really good uh buff i can really play this here a lot more it's just so hard to do so i like mean I, go for it yeah, like it's also a case where like most of the time the low level players and the high level of players are just are going to be doing basically the same game plan. Just high level players are going to do it more optimally, whereas here it's like the high level players have a completely different <laughs> game plan. So then you can actually nerf one game plan without affecting the other. Right. Yeah. But something like Galiwix, right, or like whatever, right, like mm. everybody's trying to do the same thing. It's just that the you know good players are better at doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But the other thing that kind of is weird is like they talk about nerfs being a higher priority than buffs. Yeah. But like, like it kind of rubs me the wrong way because it feels like they're they're they they prioritize the nerfs when a hero is strong at all levels, but they don't do it when a hero is strong at high level, right? So it feels like there is a bit of a like they're doing it differently, right? Like we've had Jandis not get changed, we have Galax not get changed, right? We have Hooked Us never get changed, and so then like, I don't know that that just kind of rubs me the wrong way, but. Uh, but at the time, they also didn't buff any heroes, right? Wow, yeah. man, this was problematic. No, no, no other heroes got simple. buffed to match it, right? It's like it's prioritizing like nurse over buffs, but if at the time you're doing neither, then that's not really counter to this philosophy. Yeah, like they don't like nerfing heroes at high level, but for example, when they buff, they usually do it for high level players because the last time they buffed heroes, they buffed like 10 heroes and like of them ended up being like top five best heroes like Gallywix, Bran. They were just unplayable before. Yeah, I mean, they they made multiple buffs that made heroes just broken at high level though. Like Tess and Antiquitous buddies, like those buffs were like ridiculous. Yeah, but they weren't yeah, but ridiculous on all levels, so it's fine. No changes. Yeah, they were right. strong for us and weak for the. Yeah. Or players. Yeah, like you could like even test like even late in the season still like has a really bad win rate like across all ratings and it's just like well heroes busted right but there's the the stats don't show that right uh, uh, it might show like a little bit in the in if you if you only look at top one percent but if you look at like, all data. Um, it doesn't show that. I, I think looking at all data, like if you're going to look at HR's replay, it's probably a good indicator of what's getting adjusted. Like if, if you take a look at, oh, look, and he's, um, like the thing is, HR's replay doesn't even show bottom 50%, does it? <laughs> it doesn't even do that. No, no it has but, top, it has everything and then top 50%. Yeah, so you don't even get all the data, even if you were to use um, HR's replay, you don't even know. Um, the data that they're specifically looking at to balance things. So it, it is it is a bit weird. Um, 
I just like that. I, I'm not the biggest fan of only nerfing things. Like I I think that philosophy is is why we have so many bad heroes. Right? Like yeah. there's so many heroes that like once once you get to the competitive level are just unplayable. Because what happened, they got nerfed and then they never get readjusted back into some playability. So they just stay nerfed until some big shakeup happens and then they'll like do a, a, a a buff or a new mechanic that helps them right but it just all the heroes that like seem decent they just get sh shotgun in the face and then because they're like average across like the 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 one issue with balancing on all players is that almost every hero is going to look average you know like there's there's there's, <laughs> there's not going to be a lot of difference between a high like an average player playing the worst hero and an average player playing the best hero it's not going to feel that dramatic Whereas you, you go to the competitive level and like you give them Jiraxis and you give them a Gallywix and they always win with Gallywix, they never win with Jiraxis, right? You could, if you go in a, a low level lobby, you give them Jiraxis, you give them Gallywix, they could win with Jiraxis, they could win with Gallywix, they could lose with Jiraxis, they could lose with Gallywix, it doesn't matter. And it, it evens out what the, the, the data set looks like, where um, if you were to look more about the high competitive you'll see these huge discrepancies between heroes and and because they're looking at this from an all data perspective it's hard to find those low level outliers more than the high level outliers right it's going to be a lot easier to see the indies always winning compared to oh the <laughs> Jiraxis sometimes wins but like not really it's only because the lobbies are so skewed that you could win with every hero but it's actually a really bad hero on average. So I do think it, it, this philosophy causes a lot of like heroes to get nerfed and then never touched, which I, I don't think is a, is a great philosophy, right? We, we see like Vander, we see Drek'thar. I We already know, like before it, buddies are gone, we already know that those heroes are going to suffer a lot. But will we see those heroes get buffed? Very unlikely because they're going to look at their data and they're going to say, well, Vander sometimes wins at 2k MMR. Like, it's fine. You know, obviously they never win at the top 1%, but can we really balance around that? It's fine. We'll just wait and we'll see. And, oh, you know, maybe, you know, uh, it, you know, I don't know. Alex Straza is now always gets Kelly's or, or Lich Bazal with the 10 armor in, in this Naga meta. Now that's overpowered. Let's nerf that. And you're, you're not going to see a lot of those like, oh, Vander's a real problem. It, it can't be played here. But because we all competitive players know that, we're, they don't even have the data to, to check on Vander. Like there's not even enough data for them to be like, oh, Vander's unplayable. Because we already know like that, that we're not touching this, these heroes. So they don't even have the data point to look at. So it's just so rough. Um, you know, unless there's like 20 bad heroes and we have to play these bad heroes for them to have those data points. Um, it's just going to be so impossible to be um, to deal with, oh, these heroes just get nerfed and nerfed and nerfed and then they never get buffed and buffed because uh, the, the data they look at doesn't encourage them to be buffing these heroes. So. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know, some heroes like Bandar and Rektar and Onyxia, all of these, like, 
I don't think there is even a way in which you can buff them. And yeah, but them you can remove them, right? That's, that's... Yeah, you can remove them, oh. but they, they don't. They didn't do it for yeah. some reason. The, the last time a hero was removed is well over a year ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's I, been two years by now. I get it that they want some heroes for beginners, but we already have Kariel, Gaff, Pyramid, all of these ones. Like, why do we need more? Uh, Vander is not a beginner hero, right? Like, <laughs> Drekta, no. they're, they're not beginner yeah, like, friendly. Uh, they're just bad they're not without even buddies. Fun. Like, what's the purpose? Like, I can see them keeping Sneed because there is that niche amount of players that wants to have the Kinder Surprise in their minion and they have fun when they do it. Yeah. Like, what's the point of Drekta and, and the other one? Like, they don't make any sense. They had some usability when acolytes are in and when buddies are in but both of those i mean acolytes are a lot harder to force and and there's no buddies for for them to scale with so it, it's just weird to keep them and then slap 10 armor and say it's fine right it's not it's not gonna be fine but i mean i'm, I'm not necessarily here to like rag on this i like that they're giving us context right like i, I want to see more of this generally but it, it is interesting because like, as competitive players, we can obviously look and see, like, oh, this, you know, maybe we have issues with some of these de design philosophies, but I like that they're talking about it generally, uh, even if yeah. it's not perfect for us, at least. Oh, yeah, pretty cool. Any other? I'm any... also curious to see how Hooktask and Jandis and Mali, like, how the token heroes will perform now that there is no more... Uh... Hunter and yeah. no bodies. Hook is a little bit special because you have that battle cry coin unit. Yeah, now you have the, yeah. but it's not a triple, right? It's just a coin. Yeah, but the other two are a little bit weirder, uh, for sure. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, going to be good. So yeah, they they were really strong before, so maybe there yeah. will be like average. Like Malagos is the only one that I can see really like actually struggle because of it. Yeah, Mali's gonna struggle a lot, but even Jandis, I think the hero is still really good, but I don't think this is gonna be a meta for Jandis. Maybe once Nagas That's Yeah, once Nagas get nerfed, right? Yeah, I mean, once they inevitably the get nerfed. drop Nagas are not really anything. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's gonna be interesting, but yeah, pretty cool. I do like them um, showcasing the vine. Uh, they're developer insights we want more of this even though you know it, it it's there it's not always going to resonate with us right as competitive players we want things to be like more balanced as a competitive atmosphere but generally it's just good to have this to see where they're coming from because it, it makes you understand design decisions more and, and and be less like oh i can't believe they did this because at least you get to see where they're coming from even if it's not always like going to uh you know, feel relevant for us specifically as a, you know, as a high level community. So it's, it's still cool. I like, I like to see it. Also, also I love sharing the MMR distributions just generally. You can always do that. That's yeah. always a plus. Like you don't have to do it once a year. <laughs> I think it's fine. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Well, yeah, last, last topic, any meta hero discussions, we kind of, kind of went we through a lot. One more thing. Oh, they uh, they have a slight update to the rating system that they have an article about. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Wait, the MMR is. system? Yeah. Wait, wait. Anyone have a link? We can take yeah. a look at that when as well. It's posted. Good. 
Sweet. All right, cool, cool, cool. They are, they are, they are tossing out everything today. Okay, <laughs> that is cool to see. Um, but yeah, okay, okay. There's um more developer insights apparently. That's pretty cool. I don't know why they're doing it, but yeah, I like to see it. I should have done it. I mean, like this that. is old. But... Oh, is it old? Yeah, this is old. This is like 2020. Why is this? Uh, I've I've been debated. I have literally never seen this before. <laughs> this is 2020, my friend. This is very old. We've been debated by Jay Keurig. Okay, it's fine. I have been debated by someone else. <laughs> Alright, fine. Whatever. Well, I think this was even before the MMR truly reset. Yeah. Uh, no, this does say the internal reset. All right, cool, 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 cool. Uh, anyways, anyways, final final thoughts. We got any any last meta discussion, hero discussion, anything uh, before we close things out? You know, that's that's what I wanted to ask. Nope, nothing. No heroes, no meta. You don't, anyone think Nagas are yeah, gonna be good? gave my inputs yeah um, i think um, you did nah, I, I think that being able to permanently start scaling on turn three is like not that good yeah all right i i agree <laughs> i don't i don't think we should be playing nagas if you guys watch this guys i just think avoid nagas really the meta especially if we're in your game yeah <laughs> if you yeah. see my name just like you know sell your units when you fight me just because <laughs> i think that's going to give you the best chance of being on my good side that's really more important than the victory don't you think <laughs> you know <laughs> put your number first <clears throat> anyways yeah i mean whatever i i do think knives are probably get nerfed right and i also think a lot of the tier six units will end up getting adjusted in some way as well especially the quobor one. Oh my god yeah. Like, well, like, I feel like just Charlie looks like such a joke now. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bit rough. Or you can run both. You really could. Huh? Yeah. But, or you could just run uh, two of the six, yeah, seven. Yeah, right? yeah. And then, like, more of them. And, like, a hogger, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I think Cold Wars might be the secret OP after Nagas, like... After Nagas get nerfed, it's like ah, Cobor. Even Cobor. before, dude. yeah, I know, I know. I, that's that's the real tech. Like <laughs> ignore Nagas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but. but also the thing is that if Quillbors and Nagas are good, that means Murlocs are extra good because they just have stats and poison. Well, the thing about Quillbors now is there's two divine shields, right? So you have the the knight as well yeah. as the tough tusk. So you can easily get four divine shields, um, and then it's a, like you run double, double Leroy, right, and you're done, right. So it, it's not it's not going to be that hard to deal with Murlocs, even if you are just Quillbore, full Quillbore, or and even you make full Agam Naga. with you can cleave get an Agam, right? Yeah, or and and uh, yeah, yeah. At some point, like if even if you're fighting Murlocs, I mean Murlocs can do this too, but you can buy that divine shield Agam as well to like counter. Some of the Murloc stuff if they're not paying attention. So there, there's quite a bit of answers, I think, to Murlocs. I don't think poison's going to be that prevalent, which scares me. Uh, I think that, but at least there's like some ways to deal with really big stats, but th there probably won't be enough. 
I don't think people are going to be forcing Mantis Queens or anything like that, so we'll have to see. I wonder if that's needed. I wonder if they legitimately need to do something along the lines of what they did with Jandis Pogo, where they like they make a meta where people like understand that poison is a necessary aspect of the game. And then they bring some poison back. I don't know. That could yeah, be probably okay. not. Like, I'm probably, yeah, I, I, there's some heavy copium going on in my brain right now. But... I don't know. I think they actually just released Jandis to have an excuse to remove Pogo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which again is also not actually what happened, but I mean, nice story. That's... I don't know, dude. Like everybody liked Pogo. The conspiracies the are are large today, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm an excuse, Copium. Like, okay, I think the very realistic thing is like they release Jandis. They understand that it's extremely broken with Pogo, but you can't just immediately remove Pogo. You need to like make people hate it first. So give them time to start hating and then remove it. Exactly. Why isn't Pogo coming back? Yeah, that's the real question. Why, why, why did they take it away and never return it? They said fan favorites, and they 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 gave us Bristleback <laughs> Knight. Nobody like, what, likes Bristleback. Knight. Yeah, like what the hell? That's not that's not a fan favorite. Like they lied I to mean, us. Actually, there was a dev that like ten minutes after tweeted something like, "Okay, one is a fan favorite. Don't care about the other." He <laughs> <laughs> was so right, man. He was so fucking right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they didn't even bother putting it in a reveal because they knew nobody really cared. Yeah. 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 I, I still don't understand Champion being removed. Like, uh, this card is not that mean. Like, not a problem. Okay. It, 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 it just seems innocent. Like, the other cards, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're removing Amalgadon. Yeah, we're removing Blattus with Nagas. Yeah, we're removing, uh, what is the other sport to add in? Uh, Leroy, yeah, it's just like Champion of Yashra. It's like, what the hell? Like, what did you I do? I mean, they like they just needed to remove. I think they just don't want Tier Four to be too diluted. Yeah, I know, I know, but it just felt but... so weird. Like, oh yeah, what did you do? Like, you're, you're they're all in jail, and it's like, oh, I, mean, I you did know. nothing, right? <laughs> I've been super toxic for two years. You know, I'm Magadan. I'm the best card in the game. You know, they wanted to. You know, I've been hiding underneath the shadows. You know, Spore. I, I need to be removed. I've been, you know, robbed as as a as a what's the other cards that got removed? I have a picture. I could have just looked at Linger. Yeah, yeah. Seafood. You know, I'm 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 the secret between every all the tier six people winning. You know, I seafood give them more seafood, and I just make the Kelly's OP. And I I get golden amalgadons. You know, I'm hiding beneath the shadows. He's a mafia boss. You know, you can see I'm going to jail. And champion of Yashar is just walking out like I just got framed. <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> it seems a bit rough, you know, to be that that minion there. So a bit weird, but. They just needed someone to take the bullet, I guess, and Champion was the one. Yeah, probably according to stats, it was like the least picked four drop, something like that. I don't believe that, dude. I, I know there has to be worse four drops than that. Hey, when is the last time that you saw somebody with a champion and he wasn't a streamer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good caveat. <laughs> To put in I've there. never seen anybody in my lobby having a champion. Yeah. Not once in months. 
Fine, he wasn't a streamer. I guess that's fair, huh? Okay. It's funny how effective that last statement is, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the fours right now, and I, I guess you're right. It is the worst one, huh? Yeah. To be All fair, right. I think rattle, like reanimating Rattler deserves to be removed for it. But I mean, you need Rattler though, though for beasts. Yeah, beasts sucks. Yeah. No, I know you don't. 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 No, you they don't. don't but yeah. still, beasts wouldn't have any like game capability yeah, without yeah. Rattler. Yeah, you never win with beasts if you don't have Rattler. Yeah, but you're also not incredibly toxic if you don't have Rattler. So I don't know. I agree like that beasts are gonna be really strong. I think, I think uh, you can nerf the toxic beast there. cards and keep the consistency of Rattler. Like, you can nerf Croc. You can nerf Crush, yeah. right? Right, you can nerf Croc, Mama, Crush, Goldrin. Mama is fine. I think Mama Mama's okay. fine, Reborn, I think. Mama, Reborn Mama is not fine. Yeah. Mama is fine. Yeah. Reborn Mama is not fine. Uh, I think it's fine no, without Croc. Like, yeah. And like without Zephyrus just getting Golden Mama yeah. Bear on turn seven, it, right? It, like it, the reason Zephyrus. I'm thinking, yeah, like it's not Mama Bear. It's don't don't blame Mama Bear for Zephyrus's sins. Don't forget I, Golden Baby Crush on turn seven. Then you never <laughs> lose until turn twelve. I think it's it's generally fine, honestly. The you know, champions just like out of it just doesn't fit anything realistically, so it, it just gets removed there. But it's not a bad it's card. Rainbow or George. Now you it. can always stack Wind Fury against Beast. Like Wind Fury hurts them so much, and you can just buy the Wind Fury Naga. Yeah. Give something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Win get giving Wind Fury for free is pretty gonna be really impactful. Like it, it, it's a un it's like. It, it's sneaky good, I guess. Like it, it, when it comes to like late game tech options, the amount of effectability that if you're just like, oh yeah, I just put Wind Fury on my key unit or a cleave or something, and I go first, I win, right? And that's that's just yeah. Really but also powerful. like also mid game, like sometimes you buy Ghoul against uh, Max and George. Now you can buy Wind Fury against Beast, and it's a good tech card. You don't even need to keep it on your board. Yeah, that's I, how I look at that card. The card is more of a tech card for. Situation. Yeah, I, I would agree that it's more of a tech card, but still pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Um, all right. I think uh, I think we've we've reached the end. Actually, guys, we made it. We actually uh, got done. Any uh, final thoughts? Any it wasn't thoughts? even that long. We didn't no. even reach the four-hour threshold. <laughs> no, we did it. Which I guess is due to um, I don't know. There's only four people. <laughs> Go. <ahead. laughs> yeah, but. So, sometimes we have like seven, eight people and, and things go on and on and on and they nev there's never a starting point for a single topic. But with four people, it's it's easy to like get to a point where I think everyone said their fill. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Pretty good. Thanks for being here, guys. I was slightly worried I was have I was gonna have to solo this, you know, because I didn't. Ah, no worries. I didn't. I didn't invite anyone. I was just like, I guess we're gonna do it today because today is the only day that makes sense. And I hope somebody, some people come. So, don't worry. So, thank you for being here. Yeah, it was fun as usual. Give me something to do on this day tomorrow. when I'm just waiting for tomorrow to come. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have streamed arena otherwise. So, glad to have you guys. Got the Jake Carrick, Sleepy, and Soren. Make sure I give you guys a follow. 
if mods are in the chat, you can definitely put their links there. But um, I'm kind of, uh, we're kind of done for the podcast. And uh, I will upload this at some point today, probably after. Oh, wait, my link is wrong. I just noticed that. The link. Fix the Uh, link. You dumb mod. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not. I'm not insulting the mods. The mods, mods, the mods do all the work here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I will. Uh... Right. Good night, boys, and yeah. have fun tomorrow. Yeah. Bye bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Take care Bye. of yourselves.